Leon really sucked. You don't even want to go to Vegas. It's going to be terrible. My mom's going to be there now. Stansberry. Corporate. <laughs> go. Sellout. Yeah, well, here's the deal, dude. I spent I spent some uh I spent some long hours yesterday right. with a couple of the higher-ups from uh from our place of employment. Okay. Um one of the uh one of the Cleveland salespeople actually was like, "Yo, I know you're a golf fanatic." And a couple of uh, my bigger clients have been asking me to play the country club to which she's a member, her and her husband are a member. And she's like, so I've got three and I need somebody to round out the fourth. And I thought you'd be the perfect choice. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I would love that. So we played Lake Forest and Hudson yesterday, and buddy, swanky dude. It already—I don't even—I yeah. haven't heard anything about it, but it sounds swanky. no. It's a well, it's a private club, so right. it is. So it is super swanky. And I, I was told—I don't know this to be true for one hundred percent fact—but a guy who was uh, playing with us yesterday said that this was also a Donald Ross designed course, ah. which is uh, you know Brookside here in Canton. I had just played that about a month and a half ago, and uh, they were both excellent. Two in uh two in the summer. I mean, that's got to be a huge accomplishment for you, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty pretty good thing. There. Oh yeah, like dude, all my buddies who play golf yesterday were like, I cannot believe you get to do this stuff because you talk about masturbators at Walmart. Like I would give anything in the world to play golf. Yeah, there. it's not like you're playing golf with like the schlubs <laughs> anymore, dude. You're up there in Hudson, that, dude. I'm just that alone is me impressed. Which, dude, I gotta tell you, I'm from Twinsburg, so we have little brother disease when it comes to Hudson. Like we just kind of look at Hudson, like yeah, you bastards. Twinsburg with money is what my dad would. Call this is what he would call it. And uh, and that's, you know, it's a little bit true. But yeah, that man, that place was fantastic. Here's what I figured out yesterday. I need to join a private country club. Okay. Like, I need to do it. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about the steps that get us to that goal. Like, right. the, the, the rate of play is fantastic because only members can play and they're guests. So it's not, like, super crowded. Right. So, like, and again, like, I've been lucky. The couple that I've played have been kind of, like, out. So there's a few houses here. There's, like, one street. But mostly, it's just, like, fairways, trees, and you. So once you, once you become a member of this club, like, yeah. once you become a member, do you have to pay for your golf every time or is it like yo I paid I'm a member of this bitch and I can come up in here whenever I want to <laughs> no I don't believe so I, I, I don't they're all a little bit different so you pay X amount of money down right and then you pay X amount of money a month Jeez. for like membership fees and then dude I think they even hit you even further I think you have to spend like a certain amount of money in the clubhouse a lot of X Y's and Z's in that conversation right there yeah um, I, no uh, I'm not going to do it <laughs> I was gonna I just, say dude we got steps I along just, the way here's what I will tell you there are morning guys yeah. Who this company pays enough money to 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 be able to join and do all over the country. You know, what I mean I'm not singling anybody. I know people who think I'm gonna single somebody. I'm not. But like so what I'm saying is had we been paid appropriately yeah. and not been given more vacation days, <laughs> I would I would entertain the idea of joining a club. Because for me it would be worth the money. Um, I, at this point, I just think you need to find yourself a sugar mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe you'll get a raise. Maybe the company will start taking care of us. But I don't feel like no, that's it's gonna never going to happen. You need to find some old broad no, with money, dude. Never, you, need to, you need to start scoping those those go, those golf courses out, dude. No, honestly, the company's never respected me on that level ever. Not 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 a minute of the time that I've worked here. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised they haven't cut one of my arms off because they know I enjoy golf. Like, wait, he's happy? Mm, can't do it, dude. He has found joy. Can't cut his arms it. off. Like, that's exactly how, how I feel. How how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm not going to lie today. I feel like, I don't know, yesterday and really this morning, I feel like I just, to me, I need a victory soon. I feel like I've just reached this point in my life where, like, nothing's the matter. Like, nothing's going wrong. Like, I don't feel like, but I just feel plateaued. I just feel like, well, what am I doing right now? Like, nothing's moving forward. Nothing's advancing. I just feel stagnant in life right now. I Is guess. that right? That's how I am right now. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, know, I know you just said, like, oh, we're never going to get paid any more money. I'm never going to do anything like that. So it's like, God, man, this is 
even going to. No, there's like, no wind coming. But, you know. Well, it, Christmas. You know, sure, there's there, there's events that are coming up in life. But, like, I just feel like at this point I haven't, uh, you know, I'm happy with what I have. I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with where I stand in life. It's not like, God, dude, you know what I need to do is quit this job, break up with my girlfriend, and go somewhere else. It's like nowhere even close to where I am. Um, but it just feels like. All right, so you're happy with where you are, but you're not necessarily satisfied with where you are. Like, and when that's the case, I'm in my mind. I'm like, well, what can I do to improve the situation? And I'm just kind of like, already the number one morning show here. We're already, you know what I mean? No, like, you're not. No, you're like, not. Well, no, it, no, it, no, 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 you're not. That didn't happen. It just got to. This you got lucky to have that happen. It wasn't, dude. That wasn't your hard work or your talent that did that. You got lucky to have that. It just happen got to, to this point where I feel. Yeah, that it was luck. Is what happened. Where I feel like my life is almost on pause or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I've been there. I want to do something more. I want to move it Yeah, you're bored. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, you're bored. You need a hobby. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, something to fill up the hours would be, but I, the thing is, I, I don't know if I necessarily want a hobby. It's I want money. Like I, I want, oh. that's, you know, that's not going to help me to go play golf because then I'm going to have to go no. buy a country club membership and then no. I'm going to have to pay a monthly fee <laughs> well, I, pay no. every time I go out there. Yeah, no, golf, golf clubs. Golf is expensive. No, yeah, no, 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 don't pick up that habit. Yeah, it, it, it's not that. Heroin's cheaper. That, you know, it, I, I really, it's not a day-to-day thing that it bothers me because, dude, I feel like my afternoon's fine and I feel like, you know, it's not that I'm like, bored in the sense of man what am i going to do this afternoon it's more that i'm just like bored Broke. with i'm bored with life i'm just like i need something else to happen here i, I do i know exactly how you feel i've been in that zone for about a year and i thought it was going to be a relationship that would help me fix it but you got one of those so maybe i won't run right in and into another well, one of those well but no because then i think if if you had a new relationship it'd be like all right now you have something to build on something to build towards i feel like at this point the obvious next steps for me in life are you're just not ready to do them just yet. kind of right out of my grasp right? Right. like i'm trying to reach for it i'm trying to like all right well what's that next step I i'm guessing the next steps are what marriage and then kids right well i mean yeah i mean marriage that's the evolution marriage house kids life family like starting to you know do all that 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 all feels like all right now it's the logical thing to do dude it's coming up soon you want this you're not like i'm you know it's not like oh dude i don't know if this is the right chick or i don't know if this is the right job or the right situation i feel like everything's right it's just that it's just not enough it's just not enough to get me where i want to be yeah i know how you feel so you know, i've been just, there i just I, I i don't know what it's been over the past month but i've definitely been there and then yesterday and today i'm just like god dude like something happened yeah here. no i woke up today and i was like I want my life to be different. Like, I want my life... My life should be better. And I don't know if it's me. Like, maybe it's me. Like, sometimes I feel like, dude, are you just not thankful enough for the things you have? Well, like, maybe that's the, the problem. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, I think you and I both do have plenty to be grateful for. And for I, sure. I, I think that this feeling comes with every job, with everyone. No matter who you are. Everyone's life. Sure, At some point or another, you feel this way. So it's like, well, it would be a whole lot worse if I was feeling the same way and I was working at Home Depot. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, I'm not trying to insult Home Depot employees. Nah, I'm just but you're saying, just calling out a job. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm just, you know, if, if I was doing something else with my life, of course. But like, that's that's the argument. I, I, I One of the arguments I despise, people who are like, well, don't, you can't be that upset about it because there's people who have things far worse than you. Well, by that logic, I can't be that happy about it because there's people that have things that are far better than me. Yeah, I hate you know that what logic, I mean? too. So, like, you know, there's kids starving. So, right. yeah, you know what? I'm hungry now, too. <laughs> right, so, like, right. welcome to it. Right. Yeah, I, I have never really understood. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's the right argument to get your kids to eat his peas right. on his plate. But <laughs> once you hit adulthood, like, you're not, like, hoodwinking me with the, well, there's miserable people other places. Right. Yes, there's a miserable person sitting right here there's talking miserable to you. People as, who live on your street as we speak right now. So, oh, well, buddy, yeah. we'll, we'll have to find out. Like I said, not miserable. I just, I just need something to pop for me. I just need something good. And you know, 
know what that thing is going to be? It's October 7th at the Canton Civic Center. WWE is coming up. It's the only thing I have. Oh, that's right. The, the WWE posi- is coming soon. It's the only positive I have. I, uh, I actually was emailing with somebody from WWE trying to set up an interview yesterday. Nice. So it should uh, it should be hopefully going down there. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Or uh, I know you and some other people who listen to the program might like that. I no. wouldn't be the biggest fan, but like I, uh, but I understand, dude. Wrestling is big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, it's one of those things, and it goes hand in hand with Canton, Ohio. It's like uh, you know, pro wrestling, monster truck rallies. No, apparently uh, their ratings are good. Uh, yeah, dude. No, no. The WWE is doing really well financially right now, and that's all that matters. It's like, well, the ratings have been higher before, and it's like, well, dude, they're making a ton of money, so it doesn't matter. Right? I mean, like, isn't that? Isn't that? Yeah. Isn't, I mean, no. Okay. So we're we're in a ratings business, you and I. Right. And I can tell you from experience that as long as you're billing money and you're not like last, they'll keep you. You can be ratings gangbusters, and if you're not making money, if, if, right? If the station doesn't bill money, that's been our care. big concern. That's why, honestly, they just reshuffled the, like the whole sales department here not that long ago. They brought in a guy from where North Carolina or yeah, wherever the hell it is like to like kind of wrangle in some more dollars because they're like, well, wait a minute, all the products are good. There should be a little bit more money, and so like, it, and I've been a little worried about that. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it's good to see them, you know, stepping forward and taking uh, and taking care of that because you're absolutely right. As long as you're billing money. As long as you're making money, that's, I mean, that's what people get in the business for. What do I always say? I always say, dude, we're not in the song playing business. We're in the money making business, and playing songs is how we go about it. Every business is in the money making business. You're not in the, like, the business of selling wood or whatever. You're in the money making business. And, you know, whatever you do is how you go about it. So you got to think about that. So, yeah, Vince and his family, they do. They, they know how to turn a profit. Speaking of making money, it's time to pay some bills. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Like every program director's <laughs> least favorite phrase. In the air chair, one time. Oh, Bill Lewis it for you for the rest of the show. No, I won't. Don't, I swear don't. to God, dude. I'll lose my voice trying to talk like that douche. All right, we do have more Stansberry Show for you. We do have Breaking Benjamin tickets, and that will all happen and commence next on Rock 106. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We found out that that Breaking Benjamin show is actually November the 7th. That's up at the House of Blues, and 8.30 is when we're going to give you those tickets. So if you want to see Breaking Benjamin, stick around. People love Breaking Benjamin, too. Yeah, they're one of those radio rock bands people really do like a lot. People are enthusiastic, to say the least. I like them enough. I'd go. I enjoy them. They're right in the middle for me. Like I, I've never seen them live, but I don't feel any like, dude, you got to get to a, a BB show. No, I mean, your life will go on if okay. you don't see Breaking Benjamin live, but they are pretty good at it. And their first two records I liked a great deal. Actually, their first record was a was a big hit with me. I love that. I love that album. Um, I assume that you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Artists name bands after whatever, and very often themselves. But you know, if you're the lead singer and you're Benjamin, and I don't know, like, doesn't it just seem very egotistical to me? I always felt like that was kind of like uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, but that feels like he didn't name the band like something Petty. He, it's like his name by calling it Breaking Benjamin. It always felt like to me like it was just very self-important. Let me just work my name in here for no right, reason. Okay, right. all right. It's not like Frankie Valley. It's not like it's not like he just called himself that and the that would make sense. That's, right, that's but he, fine. He had he named the band something else, but he you had to know what his name mm-hmm. was. You had to include it in there. Wow. And like Benjamin is broken, and it's like <laughs> Jesus, dude. Like we get it. I know. Go upstairs in your bedroom and right, cut yourself. Right, right. Like the breaking of Benjamin. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. The so, sanctimony. Yeah of it yeah no, no okay right. yeah you're right you know what i've never really thought that much into it 
And I don't know why we're doing it in front of other people, but, but you're absolutely well, right. If James Hetfield would have incorporated James into the name Metallica, Metallica James, like, yeah, we'd all be like, what is what is Metallica James? Right. So I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. I can get I, I can get down with that. Speaking of the live performances, I, it was about what uh, two three weeks ago maybe where I was like working at a at a concert and I had uh, I told the story where. One of the bands had started their set with the national anthem. Okay. And the first thing that went through my mind was, oh, my God, should you be doing that? And I thought to myself, and I, I remember I came in and I talked about it on the show where it's like, man, that's how far we've come since 9-11. Where when you heard the national anthem right after 9-11, you were proud of your country. You stood up and you were like, man, like, dude, that's look at the resolve of this place. We're all New Yorkers. And then now the national anthem is very controversial. And we have people protesting and sitting and all these things, right? And fine, you have every right to express yourself any which way you see fit as long as you don't like harm anybody else. I'm ultimately okay with it. I, I, I you know, I remember, you know, telling Fantone the one day on the show that I think what happens in these arguments is that people are really only arguing it from a side of, I wouldn't do it that way. Right. But then somebody's on the other side of it, and you feel like you need to like defend your position of you wouldn't do it that way as if you're that passionate about the subject. And you're not really. You're just trying to win. Um, some people... Some people, yes. I think the bulk of people know. Yeah, I think a vast majority of people really don't care about anything, but I think some people just get so impassioned about this, and it's weird because, like like you said, at the end of the day, no crimes being committed, nobody's rights are being infringed on, nobody's, you know, nobody's taking that moment away, you're just choosing not to participate in right. it, and some people, that is just a step too far. And I understand why, like, and there's people on both sides of this. Like, I understand why military members view it to be a little disrespectful to their service. I get it. Now, there's other people who have served, men and women who have served, who say, you know what? That's exactly why I did it. It's so, is because of this country and the freedoms it awards you and that stuff. Right. Which, again, that, to me, saying it that way exposes how great this place actually is and why you should honor the national anthem. Right? Is because you got guys, you got men and women dying and, and like losing limbs who say, you know what, that's exactly why I did it because of the freedoms and how great this place is and the freedoms that you have is all the more reason why you should celebrate the national anthem. We really are getting into a logic loop there where it's like, well, the country's so great because it affords you the freedom, but don't exercise that freedom. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it's, so, it's chicken and egg there a right. little bit, like, you know, and, and, and how you solve that problem. But for me, it's, you know what I mean? And it, for me, it's like, well, you know what? I, this is what we do. This is what's like been asked of society for the national anthem. I don't know why, but it has been, and so I take part in it. That's just me. I wouldn't hundred percent will would never sit down during the national anthem. Feel like that's disrespectful. Agree that that people have the right to do so. What would you do if you're at a game or something? Dude next to you doesn't stand up. You saying something? I have said something? something to people at Browns games before. I have said something to. I believe it was a Browns game because the dude was like hammered. And I remember, like, I, I looked at it, I, like, tapped him on his shoulder, I grabbed his buddy, I was like, dude, you might want to pick him up right now. Because I don't care, but look around you. Somebody here is going to care, and it's going to be an issue. Are you going to say something about leaving a hat on? Yeah, I don't like that either. Are you going to say something about people talking through it? Yeah, I don't like that either. Are you going to say something about people texting through it? Like, on their phone? If you're really close to me, I probably would. I'm not gonna, am I going to walk five rows down and cause a scene? No. But if you're next to me, I'd be like, dude, put your phone away. It's kind of strange. Of all the things that you will not say something about or will not do something about, yesterday we were talking about people stealing food off your plate, and you're like, no, I wouldn't do anything. Just strange line. I, it is. I, yeah. 
I'm a puzzle fan, I don't really know how to put myself together there. I, uh, but the reason I'm bringing this up is that people in California are now pissed. They were eating at a chain restaurant. We have one of them here, more than one. And it's a place where you go get wings. And I'm going to leave their name out of it because I know people are like, I'm boycotting forever. And like, I don't want to cause negative business for what is probably a business partner of ours. I don't know. Well, if this, okay. All right. If a business partner of ours, I was just going to say, if this place is insulting the national anthem, like don't, don't people have a right to. So what has happened here is that they were watching the Monday night football game, right? Which happened to be the 16th anniversary of the attacks on September 11th. And Buffalo Wild, oh, oh fine. Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings, Buffalo is. Wild Wings in California would not turn the sound on for the national anthem. And so customers who were in the restaurant got pissed. And when asked, the employee who did has not been identified said that the anthem is considered by the company to be too controversial and it's our company policy not to play it. Now that's from one employee from the restaurant. I don't know that to be true. That could have been just something the person bringing you your wings said to get through the conversation, right? I don't know that to be true, right? But I think that that's sad. I think it's a little messed up. Like, I remember, like, just like I said after the concert, like, when I drove home that night and I was like, my first reaction when I heard the national anthem was not to be proud of my country, was to think to myself, oh, my God, are they in trouble now? Like, are they going to be in trouble now? Like, I understand. Dude, that's what social media does. It just looks for controversy and not always where there is some. And I don't think that the national anthem should be controversial. And I think we should. It, dude, now, if you want to play it f- for the football game beforehand, I'm fine with it. I don't understand this. NASCAR has a guy that prays on TV. Prays on TV. And they air it. And now we're getting to the point where we're like, where the national anthem's bad? Like, it just kind of bums me out. Um, you know, you mentioned the show that you went to, and you, your first reaction was, "Is something going to happen here?" And nothing did. Correct? Nothing did happen. Okay, no. everyone was respectful. At least, as yeah. Given okay. their audience, I'm not surprised. But yes, okay. And given that audience, you, if you, I would have thought if anywhere something was going to pop off, if somebody was going to scream the America in the middle of it, I totally thought that that was a possibility. Yeah, maybe. The fact that nothing did happen, I think, is at least a good thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's at least a positive. And as far as Buffalo Wild Wing goes, um, the franchise owner and the franchise have apologized in a written statement said the company has no policy regarding the matter i didn't think so i thought i figured it was just an employee who was just trying to get through their shift and said something that they thought would end the conversation and this was one employee acting without permission so it's this i mean like well good i I saw it this morning on facebook people were like never going to buffalo wild wigs again yeah you are you know why because the garlic parm wings are amazing but but, that's why you're going but why are you going why are you going from hey i heard this story to instant i'm never doing this again without well did the company say something is that officially what happened right is that actually the the company's policy because no it's not like as soon as i read his quote i was like that's not the company's policy i I know that if 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 somebody's if somebody's a jerk to me at burger king it's not like i'm gonna be like dude i'm never going to burger king again i'm gonna be like yo this dude's a dick like ice cream machine's broken right exactly like i don't welcome to downtown I, i i don't understand how it has to go from well i read the headline on facebook to immediately this place is 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 a terrorist organization let me also tell you they're not going to care they're not going to care 
You know why? Because not enough people are going to boycott them to where they're going to not sell chicken wings. NFL thir- down 13%. If Buffalo Wild Wings goes down 13%. I think I think the NFL's ratings are down for a lot of different reasons. I don't think it's solely the, the anthem thing. I think it played a part. I do. I think it's also concussion studies. I also think there are some people who feel like, you know what, dude? We let these guys beat their wives and play on Sunday. You know what I mean? And so, like, maybe I think there's a lot of things that are going into the NFL thing. I also think there's oversaturation of the product. It's on too many days a week. I think the matchups haven't been great thus far this week. I mean, dude, they've been blowouts for the first two weeks. I think that's a lot of it. I don't know that, but, I, but I'm but i just, I mean, I'm fairly educated and I'm going to guess. Now, I was wrong on the ratings last year. I, I thought they'd come right back this year because they bounced back after we elected the president. And so I thought for sure this year, but I, they are down a little bit this year. But I don't think enough people are going to give up on nacho cheese and wings and and you know beer to really scare them so at the end of the day what are you doing you're just trying to make yourself feel better and in the end over nothing over one employee that's why you don't punish an entire brand over an employee fantone's right like dude that there's a woman who's constantly rude to me constantly rude to me at one of the downtown fast food establishments but i keep going back you know why because I like fried food, because I like cheeseburgers, because I like the breakfast sandwiches. I will put up with it. I will tolerate it because my need for awful food, not awful, <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but for food that's not so great for you and grease, my need for grease outweighs my, well, yeah, she's going to be rude to me for 15 minutes. Outweighs pretty much everything there. <laughs> Just That's yeah, top does. priority. Yeah, it does. I also read an article right now that I wish I wouldn't have, and I clicked through a photo gallery that I wish I wouldn't have, and I'll give you the update. That's next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Actually, I want you to head over there and check out a video I posted this morning of Dr. Oz actually went on Fox and Friends. And they were talking, I guess, apparently, Ivanka Trump had said, um, or there was speculation. I don't know how it came about, but she had suffered some postpartum depression. Okay. And so Dr. Oz went on to talk about that, which I thought was weird. She's not the first lady or anything. I thought it was like strange to make that big of a deal out of it, but Um, she's a notable figure, well-known. Yeah, it's not like she's a kid in the sense of a child, number one, and it's not like she Yeah, she's not a college. Like, Remember when Bush was president? Like His daughters were always in the news, but they were college kids. Just is a thing. I can't stand when people bring people's families into politics. I really can't. That goes both sides of the aisle. There was that Fox News contributor and his son committed suicide, and people yeah, are like, awful. "People are like, oh yeah, you sure you committed suicide because your dad's on Fox News." And that's I'm just like, terrible. No, that's are, not why that happened. You are an awful person if you say stuff like, "Yeah, that. that's awful." Um, I would agree. But Ivanka Trump puts herself in the spotlight, so she's, she does. She does. So she's and, not necessarily protected. She's a grown up, right? And so, like, I don't. So, dude, if people want to be, you know, gloves off with her, I, I wouldn't. But go ahead, fine. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. But I just didn't understand why it was going to be that big of a deal. But meanwhile, dude, at the end of all this, it's like wrapping up, right? Right. And Dr. Oz, out of nowhere, kind of starts talking about medical marijuana and starts making sense. Okay. And I guess one of the Fox and Friends, like, hosts is, like, always, like, making fun of potheads, and he calls it all potted up when they're, like, stoned. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're all potted up. Which, all dude, right. we're stealing that. Yeah, dude, I'll get all potted up, I'm sure. I'm stealing that. Potted up, baby! Everybody's get all potted up. Potted up. So all Dr. Right. Oz then starts talking about the benefits of medical marijuana, and he starts bringing into, like, you know, we're in the middle of an opioid crisis right now. Right. And he says, but doctors aren't allowed to study 
marijuana the way we should be because it's a it's still scheduled as you know a, a what is a level one drug yeah. is, is that what it's called yeah class and, one narcotic there. yeah no class medical one use there. nothing like that yeah. and which is it, which is absurd that that's absurd then so he starts making sense and Fox and Friends wigs out and they like immediately cut him off and go to break it gets super awkward and that video is online for you at wrqk.com I, I just don't understand and this is something that I've always kind of scratched my head at when it comes to conservatism it's like you guys are like you know smaller government less intrusion in my life you know I don't want anything to do with it well then why don't you support marijuana at legalization I, I, uh, where, where, where's that well, did everybody supports you know less government until they want something done and then they're like oh well yeah the government's the people that do that so get that done like that's i guess i mean that's, just, that's how it is it's, it's always just been like okay less government but all right here's more laws i guess all yeah right. no i mean it's yeah no of course none of it makes sense dude all right, fair. <laughs> nothing, fair. None, fair. nothing on either deal? side of the aisle makes sense nobody makes sense when they're talking about this stuff nobody i read an article this morning and flipped through a photo gallery that i wish i wouldn't have oh dokie and apparently our dog warden here, our start, uh, our start county dog warden Joe Barber says that the dog pound is completely full in Star County, Jeez. and that they, they, they claim they're desperately trying to find home for dogs. If you listen to the show a lot, you know I'm a dog person. Now I'm not allowed to have a dog where I live, and it's one of the reasons why I've been looking for houses recently. Who let the dogs out? Well, hopefully nobody, because that whole place is full. Like we can't just be letting them out, right? But they're urging people who are looking for pets. To come and adopt a dog. Now, I don't really have a stake in the fight of, you know, adopt, don't shop, like that kind of thing. Like, I have buddies who, like, volunteer at animal shelters and are like, you shouldn't buy from, like, puppy mills and that kind of stuff. It's like, well, and I've always looked at it like this. Like, those dogs are alive, too. You know what I mean? So, like, they need a home, too. I guess the argument there is would those dogs still be alive or would they have ever been alive if there wasn't people shopping for dogs? that? Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I suppose there's some logic in that. But they're begging now people to come and like get these dogs. And so like mm-hmm. KYC, uh, WKYC.com actually had like the photo gallery. Yeah. And they were like, click here if you want to see the photo gallery. And I did like an idiot. And now I'm just like, I'm well, I'm sad. Jeez, see, this is a serious conversation. I'm sorry I'm playing Who Let the Dog Yeah, out man, there. that's not great. Let's get a little song change. Right. I'm All sorry right. about I, I that guess, one. I guess I should have seen that one coming. Stansberry's sitting around clicking through clicking through articles about puppies. Um, so, all right. So they're they're asking everyone to come get a dog out of the out of the kennel. Yeah, a lot of these dogs aren't going to be adopted because a lot of them are pits. Okay. So good luck. You're not honestly, dude. W- w- with the negative reporting and the honestly the inaccurate uh, reporting of these dogs makes it really hard to find them homes. It's the number one dog I see. I mean, like, dude, I see those dogs every day. Like, yeah. so, isn't somebody taking them in? I well, I think that might be where you live. <laughs> I, uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I hear that they have a lot of problems getting people to adopt those dogs. But there's a... there's a, Oh. See, now Stella looks like a really good black lab. Yeah, see, dude, I want a dog. I, this made me so sad. I just... I can't have one. I, dude, I, I don't know. I kind of want to... I kind of want to just rent a house and... Like adopt like sixty dogs and just be like that weird dog dude Ugh. on the street. Now I know your house will stink, oh, and, I, and I would never, I would never actually do it. But I, I want two dogs. That's what I want. I want two black labs if I could have it. It just made me so sad to see this, dude. So if you're out there and your kids want pets, dude, apparently our uh, 
our local dog warden feels like, dude, you need to help them. Because apparently, like, the shelters and all this stuff that they, like, feed dogs to, they're all full, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I um, I know the woman who runs the Stark County Humane Society, and she said this time of year is just, it's a nightmare when it comes to cats, dogs, critters, everything. She actually, I was talking to her, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and she mentioned to me, she was like, yeah, you know, the police pulled this woman over, and they gave her a ticket, and they found six rabbits in her car. And the story was was that she was living in her car with six rabbits, dude. Six of them. So, like, yeah, those, those, the Humane Society and the, the pities and kitties and the, and the, all those different, you know, positive groups that are out there, um, they're just pushed to the limits right now. So, even if you're not going to go get a dog, cause I'm not going to go get a dog today, do you think about making a financial donation? Think about spaying and neutering your, your pets, like Bob Barker always said. Just do something about this. Dude, they have an American bulldog named Atlas that I want so bad. He's so cool looking. You know, my buddy said to me the other day, he's like, why don't you call your landlord? You've lived there now three years, no problems. Why don't you call them and say, hey, I'm willing to pay more a month if you'll let me bring my dog here. And I thought about that. Worst thing they can do is say no. no. And at this point, I mean, aren't you on a month to month? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, like, my original lease ran out, and it just and my lease states that it just goes to month to month when it, it's over. If you're, if you're, like, really thinking about this, I mean, like, you know, not to say like, all right, October first, we'll get you out, buddy. But like, dude, by November, it'd be very easy to. Well, find I was else, thinking right? about running a house, but then you start telling me your horror stories oh, yesterday geez. about moving into the house, and geez. I was like, dude, if you haven't heard, Phantom moved into a neighborhood. And apparently, his neighbors are trashy. Little bit trashy on the southwest side, but like, I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, I, it's the S dub, buddy. I, I guess, I guess at that point, you don't have to get a house in Canton proper. You know what I'm saying? You go up into the Jackson area. You go up into North Canton, Swanky Stansberry playing golf at Hudson Private Golf Club. Love, yeah, dude, you can go I, do as like a that. guest, by the way, it was like caddy day, and they 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 let me out there. Like I believe me, no, I dude, I can't. I believe me, I've looked to rent a house, and this is a sad statement. I can't afford to rent a house in Jackson. That's sad. When you think about what it is we do, and how well we do it, the fact that I can't afford to live in and to rent a house, not buy, rent. That's pathetic. Now I'm not the one who feels pathetic about that, or should rather. You know what I mean? I'm going to be getting a bunch of trouble for that. But I don't care. I'm sick and tired of not being able to afford things I want. Like, you know what I mean? I should be able to have a dog. I should be able to have a little bit of a yard. You know what I mean? But I but I can't. Yeah, get back to who let the dogs out, not the Sarah McLaughlin story. The Sarah McLaughlin was nice when we were talking about a dog's life being sad. But we turned this into my life being sad, and I can't have it. The world saw another major tragedy, and now people think, that's it. The end of the world's coming. We'll explain next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Win your way to Breaking Benjamin. 8.30 is when we'll pass out those tickets for their November 7th show at House of Blues. This Sunday, the 24th, you can join me at the TD's Tailgate Grill. You can find me at their Lake Cable Jackson location. As your Browns are one-point favorites on the road against the Colts. I'll be at TD's Tailgate Grill from 1230 to 230 that day. And uh, dude, if you haven't been there recently, dude, the food is so good. I had like one of these, I like a, they're called mashers mm-hmm. on last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so they, I had the fajita steak masher. So it was like mashed potatoes. And then they put like steak, like huge pieces of steak in it. And then like all the stuff that comes with like fajitas, like on top of it. And it was 
delicious. I had, I've never had, I've been to TD's 200 times, never had one of the mashers. That thing was amazing. Yeah, that's kind of one of their, uh, what do I want to say, signature item there at TD's Tailgate and Grill. And it honestly, they have like, I think like seven different like combinations of them and they're all delicious. Dude, that's good stuff there, man. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of those. I, that's probably what I'll be getting again this week. I'm just going to get a different one. They have like four of those. I'm going to get a different version of it. It's very, a little variety right well, there. Well, what's nice about the Lake Cable Jackson location too is you also have three gringos right there, which is like Mexican and it's really good. And if you haven't done their El Diablo challenge, as a matter of fact, I did do it. I was able to complete it. Well, because I'm, you know, big and huge and I like food. But it's like the super hot burrito. It's got like a million things in it that are like really hot. And actually, that video is still up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stansbury. So you can see that, see me like sweating through that. But if you finish that, you get like a $15 gift card. And there's no time limit, but you're not allowed to drink anything while you're eating. And it is pretty hot. Caliente, yeah. some people say. That. They also have Twisted Citrus at that location, which is really good, too. Really good breakfast. Dude, I got to tell you, TDs knows what they're doing. So stop by this Sunday. Watch the Colts game with me as your Browns are one-point favorites on the road. One-point favorites on the road. Are we sure about that? Yeah, I saw it again, I sure? saw it again yesterday. I have not checked this morning. The line may have moved this morning, but as of last night, they were a one-point favorite. Now, I will say, I think the Indianapolis Colts suck. There's no question about it. And the Browns are looking at this as like, hey, this is a victory for us. But the Indianapolis Colts are thinking, boy, the Cleveland Browns, they're awful. They're terrible. They suck. Right. They're looking at it as a victory for them. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, two-thirds, one bowl. We'll see what happens, right? Yeah, I am uh, I am interested to see there. I, they just picked up Jacoby Brissett from the New England Patriots, the Colts did. Did they? Yeah, and uh, he played last week, and he played okay. He did throw an interception at the end of the game that kind of like blew it. But I mean, he's new in the system. It's going to be a second week. I- I'm interested because th- you know, Chris Carter was saying that he thinks that Jacoby Brissett has the ability to be better than Garoppolo, and so I'm interested to see if if Chris Carter. Knows what he's talking about on that. I mean, isn't Jimmy Garoppolo still pretty much a question mark at this point? He's uh, what played two NFL games. I was gonna say everyone looks at this guy as like, yeah. hey, he's the benchmark of like what NFL teams or NFL backup quarterbacks are supposed to be. Is this guy really that good? He could be the next I mean, Matt Castle for all we know. You know what I mean? I and everybody thought Matt Castle was gonna be great, and then sure enough, he goes somewhere else. And you know, people like to say system quarterback with Brady, and maybe okay, maybe there's a little bit of that. But I remind everybody all the time that Joe Montana played in the West Coast offense, which was a system. So much of a system, it had its own name. Notice Brady's offense doesn't have a name. It's called Bill Belichick's offense. That's what it's called. It's like, yeah, I mean, of course he plays in a system. Like, yes, I mean, and I think the system. Right, they don't, what do you think, the rest of the guys out there doing drawing lines on the field? Like, running a 30, button hook. No, they're all systems. And and like, like, the system at this point, the system at this point exists because Tom Brady was so good. Hey, how do we take Tom Brady's skills? How do we take Tom Brady's ability and create a system around that's that's an awful argument. <laughs> yeah, awful I've argument. never really liked that argument. So I'd be interested to see how Jacoby Brissett uh, fares. And dude, given the fact that it's like essentially a rookie quarterback because you know he hasn't played much, and um, our defense is probably the better part of our team right now. That maybe this is a winnable game, and so we'll find out together at TD's Tailgate Grill, Lake Cable location. Uh, so the world did have this happen, uh, <laughs> where Mexico was hit with a 7.1 magnitude earthquake, and I believe the death toll has now reached over 220, and they say that um, apparently 20 children and two adults had died when a school collapsed in Mexico City, where 30 children eight adults uh, still missing. In there, so that number could actually be higher. I'm reading this now from Fox News. Journalists saw rescuers pull at least two small bodies from the rubble covered in sheets. And now, so you have this, right? You had the last two hurricanes, 
which were Harvey and Irma, if I remember correctly. And I think there was a pretty significant Mexican earthquake not too long ago not, prior to this. Right. So I think this is the second one in like recent recent weeks here. Hurricane Maria is about to slam into Puerto Rico. Now it's been downgraded to a to like a level four, category four, but still, I I don't think you want it, right? And so like that's happening. So now this is bringing all the like the nutcases out of the woodwork, which is oh my god. It's the end of times. Revelations tells us this. Uh, Revelations tells us it's the end of times. Okay. Here we are in a bunch of military, you know, question marks with North Korea, which, by the way, side note, I know it's probably not great, but Donald Trump calling the leader of North Korea Rocket Man is like my favorite thing in the world. That's like my favorite thing that's happening in the world right now. I love the fact that he calls him Rocket Man. I absolutely love it. But, you know, we're, so we're staring down with them. Right. And now you got all these hurricanes. Now you got an earthquake. So like the doomsday scenario, people are coming out. And I've actually heard that they say, what, the 23rd, like three days from now. Yeah. So that's supposed to be happening. Is when this can go. Now, I've always maintained that I think it's very egotistical of the human being to think that you will be alive to see the end of the world. Right. Because that's. Well, I mean, it's the biggest event ever. Yeah, I mean, you know, there will only be the people, you know, you think of everyone that's lived and died in in, in history, and then there's only going to be one generation or at least one, like, group of people that see the end of the world. Um, I've always said that I kind of think that'd be an awesome way to go. I mean, it'd be a good way to go. The best way to go. Dude, at the end of the day, you know, I think when people are facing their own mortality and they're thinking, like, man, I'm going to die soon, you start worrying about the people you're leaving behind. You start worrying about, well, what are my kids going to do? You know, what is... But the world and you don't have that thought. Nothing matters. We're all going to die anyway. Everyone that's standing today is going to be eventually lying down at some point, so you might as well all go off the, off this ride together. Do you think it's happening? No. I, I, no, it's too much. It, it, like you said, like that's who am I to think that this is going to happen in three days? Well, not only that, but every decade in history, there's been this this thing that's happened. It's like, well, we're, we're in a war, and oh my God, and then this happened. This natural disaster happened, and it's like people just want to believe that this is happening. There's um there's some nut job in Alliance, I know, that was like huge into the world ending. And, like, there's more than one. Well, but I mean, like this guy was like really? standing on street corners for years and like talking about it and, and has this big like rock in front of his house that's like you know a test or a um like a like a tribute to the end of days that was supposed to come now this guy i think was doing this 10 years ago plus and you know really maybe it was maybe it was one of those 2012ers but like yeah one oh, of my, that makes sense one of my buddies from alliance was like dude this dude right here like this guy right here effing insane so yeah it's 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 not like it's not like this is just like a very i, I mean it's still a small percentage of people but i think there's people all over the place that believe in stuff like this yeah, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of Bible believers believe in revelations and I, believe that, that that what we're seeing now is you know the start of that. So by that, I mean they think that the J Man coming back sometime soon. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm willing to bet they're not going to be real thrilled with you calling him the J Man. Well, I mean, well, I mean, what is Jordan coming out of retirement? You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, no, so yeah, I believe they believe. Uh, well, yeah, that the rapture maybe that's what that's called, right? The rapture. And if I remember correctly, he comes down. Yeah. He whips out the wingspan, okay, and then like wraps us in his warm embrace and takes us to heaven. I believe wraps us in his warm embrace or wraps them in his warm embrace. Yeah, I don't think we get to go. I don't think. I don't I think bet. calling him the J Man's probably not gonna help. No, I believe our level of blasphemy is pretty good. <laughs> so I'm willing to bet the J Man probably not real thrilled with you and I. But I believe that's how the rapture works, where it's like he piggybacks you to the promised land. Um. Are you concerned about this? Do you feel like the end of the world? Concerned? I'm excited. I, uh, dude, uh, finally, dude, this is a merch tent. You got to hit early. Can't buy the shirt after. <laughs> got to buy it early. I, I, um, I, you know, I, I'm a little lucky here because I don't have kids or anything. And so there's a little bit of me that's like, do I want to die in a burning ball of flame? Absolutely not. 
but I do get to be at a point of caring a lot less about it than a lot of other people. Because I don't, you know what I mean? I'm detached that way. But like I said, I mean, your kids are going to die anyway. I'm sorry to say that to you. Your children are going to die anyway. If we can all do it together, I mean, you don't have to worry about your kids. This is, this Welcome is to hump day. Right. Welcome to hump day. Right. <laughs> 7.15, as you're getting ready, putting your work boots on, your kids are going to die. God, I'm surprised we're as popular as we are, dude. Me too. All we do is pass out negative information. And breaking Benjamin tickets. We pass those out, too. And 8.30 is when we'll give you those. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruitcakes. The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here. When I'm shopping, you know what I want? I like options. Give me some choices. I don't just want one thing. I, let me take a look at five, six, seven things and I'll figure out what I want. And that's what I love about the Wakeham Auto family. The Wakeham Auto family. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. This coming Saturday, the 23rd, is the Firehouse Mixed Doubles Golf Tournament down at Zor. And I've got my team and uh, ready to go. It's myself and my friend Serene. It's a mixed doubles tournament. Male, female there. Partnerships. And still plenty of opportunities for you to get signed up. Hit up ZorGolfClub.com, and that's how you get signed up. First team, which is mine, tees off at 11.30 Saturday morning out at Zor, and I'm looking forward to it. Golf place is a good, good place to pick up the uh, pick up the ladies there at the golf course. Yeah. yeah, maybe, no. It can be. Okay. I mean, it's just not a place where you're really social with people who are, you know what I mean, because you're across fairways and stuff. Clubhouse? Everyone's yeah. having cocktails afterwards? A beer after the round? Yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, it can be. And, you know, I you bring up an interesting point, and dating is actually what we're going to get into uh, talking about here, but... I had one time, you had actually said to me once on the show, you know what you should do is find a girl that likes to golf. And I said, nah, 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 nah. That's what I like doing in my free time. I don't want to mix her in that and and all that. But then I've been rethinking the wheel on this because I play most of the time during the week, which she'll be at work anyway. Yeah, she's in second to host the morning show. Right. I, I still get my solo golf during the week. But then maybe why I des- why I should pick up a golf girlfriend is come then Saturday and Sunday when I want to go play, then it won't be like, well, no, you have to go to Home Depot with me, or we have to go get pumpkin spice everything together. It'll be like, she'll be like, no, let's go. I, I want to beat you. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, maybe it is what I should do. Not a terrible idea. I mean, at the same time, like, maybe a terrible idea. I don't know. Um, when it comes to golf, or females that golf, when it comes to women that golf. Um, My buddy Seth calls them golf skanks. Oh, golf skanks. <laughs> it's not geez. nice. That's not nice. Um is there like a a is is like the clothing like sexually attractive? Oh, because yeah. I always think of like you, oh, know, yeah. you got like chicks in tennis skirts and then like volleyball shorts and like there's always that. But what is it? What is so, it with golf? Is? Like, well, they'll wear shorts and like a really uh, and like a nice like like it's I don't want to call it a tank top, but that is kind of what it is. It's uh it's kind of like a tank top type okay. thing. Or they they'll so they'll wear like shorts in that or a skirt in that. And um, yeah, I mean depending on the woman. It's like anything else, right? Where an attractive woman can make the clothing look really good. I um, I just in in all my all my days and like all of my like, oh hey, here's a video that I'll watch. I don't think I've ever come across like a golf fetishism video, so I uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's much sexual. You Buddy, know. go home. Yeah. R- whip out your porn. What? You, okay. <laughs> all right. Your porn top, <laughs> okay. as you call it, the okay. porn top. Okay. And just type in the word golf in Pornhub search bar. Okay. You'll like it. All right. 
I'll check it out. Honestly, I, <laughs> I, I know mean, you this will. is. I'll, 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 I'll have some homework to do now. So dating is actually what we're going to talk about right now, because they're figuring out now how long people should wait to have sex in their relationships. So I'll ask you, Fantone, because you've been in your relationship what three years now? Yeah, three years. How long did you two wait before you uh, well consummated the relationship? Um, I think it was our fourth date, Ooh. and uh, we had known each other for a good year and a half prior to that, though. So I think that's at least partially why we felt comfortable with each other, or at least comfortable enough with each other to kind of move relatively quick when it came to sex. I remember though, um, like the first or no, it was I think it was the second date. She, me, and her, like we ended up going out drinking, and she spent the night at my house. And, and you like, did not have sex, and I did not have sex. And I can remember saying to her, like, no, I'm not having sex with you tonight. Why? Like, um, it was was just she too the, drunk? Um, she was definitely drunk. I was definitely drunk. And I knew that there was a little bit of, like... Hesitation? Uh, more than hesitation. I knew that there was a potential for, like, a future. So I was like, dude... Do you, this right. Right. You've known this girl for two years. You you know, you like her. Like, there's no reason for you to... For, for me to put sex in front of what I felt like was potential. And it seems like I did right there. Look at him patting himself on the back. Well, little well, broken dude, arm. Right. Little broken arm patting himself on the your back. Your boy needs something to put to hang his hat yeah, on. Yeah, no, so. if, if you missed the beginning of the show, Fantone needs a win. So. <laughs> he needs a win. No, but it was it was it was the right decision. And like you know, three years later, I sit here very happy with her. So, so they say now that because of Tinder and like plenty of fish and like all these sites that people have like this idea that you just swipe right, people show up at your house and you just bang immediately. And right. they say that's actually not true. And that as a survey that they've done. That Groupon did this, actually. I don't know why, but they did. Because I apparently, like, uh, like a condom company was going to start, like, using Groupon for, like, a giveaway. Okay. Right? All right. And so Groupon did the study to fi- find out, like, how sexually active are our users and that. Right? And they found that on average, that people wait till about the eighth date to have sex. Jeez. Now, men feel like it's okay for us to have sex by the fifth date. Now, of course, men want to get laid. You know, welcome to that. Where women say they'd be more likely to wait till like date nine, but they realize like, look, I can't make this dude wait forever. We got, you know, we got to start getting moving here. And so like they say eight dates. I mean, if you're looking at this from the perspective of... What's, what constitutes a date, I wonder? And, you know, you're probably going out, you know, once a week, right? I mean, when you're in the early stage of a, stages of a relationship, yeah. you, you know, maybe you're like, hey, we met up on a Saturday, I'll meet you Thursday for drinks, and then you don't see her again for two weeks. Um, that's about two months' time there, and that feels about appropriate to me. It really does. I mean... It, it, I never thought about the time between dates, and it let... Yeah, you're right. About about a month and a half, two months, two and months, that, that's about right. Right. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging people for jumping into bed with each other because honestly I, I'd, I'd be judging myself at points in my life but there is a little bit of like well it's okay to judge your your younger self you should you know if you're going to if you're going to decide to you know mash genitals with somebody you need to know who they are you need to trust them you need to have you know a, a, a relationship there now I'm not necessarily saying boyfriend girlfriend but you need to have some sort of a relationship there and that relationship probably doesn't exist after two or three dates it doesn't you know you, you went out and had drinks with somebody three times and it's not like all of a sudden like okay I trust you to not give me venereal disease right yeah you're making sense I just do I want to wait two months to have sex? Like, I don't know if I do. 
Now, I will tell you that I think that there is some logic to the age-old saying, which is like, you know what I mean? Like, if you take it slow, you end up building a real relationship. I believe that. I believe there are a lot of people, men and women, that if you sleep with them too early, they start to look at you like, okay, well, you gave in way too early. And they stop viewing you as a conquest, stop viewing you as as, as, as like a box of mystery, and they've seen past the other side. Yeah. And then they end up like discarding you. And so that can happen, but I think two months is a long time for adults to wait. Well, that, like I said, it depends on what you're how doing. Many, how many dates you're having. If you're having three dates a week. Right, and right, then you're getting into like, well, you're up to like 30 dates there. It's like, all right, we need to slow down. But I think most adults, and I think most people you know, our age probably are like, well, no, I don't have time to go out on four dates with you over the course of no. the week. I got soccer practice. You know, my kids got soccer practice. Yeah. I got this, I got that. I got to go to work in the morning. So like, I don't know. I would agree. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take time. It yeah. should take you time. No, the amount of times where I'm like setting up dates and she's like, well, you know, you got to let me know for sure because I got to hire a babysitter and like I got to do this and I got to do that. And like I was just talking to a female friend of mine last night over Twitter and we were, uh, you know, DMing back and forth and she, we were talking about the pitfalls of dating. And, you know, she was like, you know, you think you have it so bad. She's like, but after, you know, three $12 glasses of Riesling, the chick's going to let you in. She's like, I have to go to dinner, listen to some guy talk to me about his new Corvette, and then wait for a boner pill to kick in before <laughs> I get any. And I do, she was making me laugh about it. And I was like, and I actually sent her back a message. I was like, hey, a little bit below the belt there on, on, on the boner pill thing. Like, dude, don't, don't drive that message home just yet. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sad about facing the, that stage of my life next. I don't, I don't want to think about it. So I thought that was very funny and she's a little bit right there i would imagine it's probably even as much as it's hard for a guy my age to date i can only imagine how hard it is for a woman my age to date men are a little bit more critical than i think that women are in that manner um i'm one of these people that finds pumpkin spice everything to be annoying and you guys have ruined one of my favorite things in the world with it and i'll get you all clued in next on rock 106.9 please relax this will be painless the stansbury show on Rock 106.9. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Our 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival kicks off this Friday, 10 o'clock. You can watch it on the CW. And uh, I was told yesterday by somebody who is going to the iHeartRadio Music Festival and who would have inside information on who one of the special guests is. And uh, you're going to want to see it. Okay. Well, translation, your girlfriend's going to want to see it. Okay. Yeah, it's All a right. very big female artist. Well, they, Huge. They told me not to tell you anything, but I was like, yeah, Sansbury's my boy. I'll cut him off with some insight. Is that right? Info. Yeah, dude, I'm going to the iHeartRadio Music Festival award show something. Yeah, I'm going. Not true. So, yeah, no, I, oh, dude, you know how mad I'd be? I'd be mad. Fat tone, you're heading out. And so, speaking of which, I'm mad at you already. Okay. Yeah, no, because the... I know what you were doing here. Okay. So during the break, I went and got coffee, and apparently Phantom went to the bathroom. And apparently you had your cell phone with you, and you had to take pictures. Of course. Had to get your Ansel Adams on <laughs> while you're in there taking a, you know, taking a leak, you know? And you took a picture of the garbage can in the bathroom, yeah. and there's a Burger King cup in there, and you said, who's eating Burger King in the bathroom? And of course, now Twitter thinks it's me, and as a matter of fact, one of them said, is our boy shame eating? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he's like, guilty conscience? I was talking about Double K. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it was. Possibly. Maybe it was Double K there. Um, you know, I wasn't trying to imply that it was you, but I mean, people, it's easy to leave 
lead witnesses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you just kind of have to take them yeah. to the water, and they'll usually drink. It was not me. But what? Who? How is somebody eating Burger King in the bathroom? What, what makes you think they were eating it? Why they could have just thrown their coffee cup away, right? But it's not a coffee cup. It's it's a, it's, it's, it's like a cold drink cup. And mm. there's been nobody else here. This, I didn't realize that. There's been nobody else here this morning, so it wasn't breakfast. I mean, that's cold drink right there. But why? But there's a million trash cans throughout this place. Why would you? Why would you throw your trash your food trash weird. away in the bathroom? If like even I won't eat in the bathroom. If 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 this was at somebody's desk, I'd be like, well, somebody had a Burger King cup and they sure. drank it and they threw it away. Or if it was in like the any of the million different trash receptacles, it would make sense. But you carried that cup and what I assume is a Burger King bag underneath of it because there was like a white bag underneath of it. Oh. You carried that into the bathroom. Even if you already had eaten, eaten and drinking everything, even if you had already. Well, oh yeah, let me play devil's advocate. So you're in the car. Went through the drive-thru, and you're on your way into the building, you eat everything in the car, you finish everything, and you're like, you know what, I gotta go to the bathroom right away, so that's the first room you go into when you walk through the door? There's, I mean, you can't just walk into the bathroom, there's, you know, you have to walk through the halls, there's like seven trash cans along the way. I, why would you, why would you carry it in there? And like... I don't know why I'm defending I the Burger King. Like, we're making an assumption that somebody's dealing with explosive <laughs> diarrhea, which I don't know if necessarily was true. I feel like somebody's just in there, and I'm not trying to knock Burger King, dude. I love BK. They got those two for six whoppers right now. Wait, what? Yeah, two for six whoppers. And dude, if you're balling out, I didn't know that. If you're balling on a budget right now, let me tell you, Burger King, they've got two cheeseburgers, fries, and, a, and a, like a Coke for like three twenty nine. It's an incredible deal. But, you should try endorsing products. But, but you're pretty good at it. But what I'm going to say about all this is, is you still don't take it into the bathroom and eat it. What are you doing in there? Yeah, I had a buddy who would eat sandwiches on the bathroom. Oh like, my god! Like it would just like sit on the throne and eat sandwiches. Oh and I was god. like, buddy, that is really gross. Like sometimes I'll take my coffee cup to the bathroom with me and I'm like uh, where do I do? What do what, I do? Where, where, where do I put this? Right. And I mean, you know, at least, at least you can make the argument of like, well, you know, it's a coffee cup. I leave you're it. Not, our bathroom's pretty big here, so I leave, leave it on the sink. You're not like drinking as you're, you know, pooping or peeing. So like, what was it? I, there's, there's no, there's no additional chair in there. There's nowhere else where you would have like, I just sit, picture somebody, and I'm not going to say who, but I just picture somebody pants down around the ankles, sitting on the John, just Burger King in All right, his hold lap. on. Dude, my, my, my <laughs> My, my, my curiosity can't wait. Pull the mics on. I need to know who it is. All right, that's who, who it is. Would it be, dude? Come on. I, th- I thought you were going to throw our boy Scott underneath the no, bus there. No, 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 no. Now, think- here's the thing. I don't think it was Double K just because, and this is sad, but he's pretty brand loyal to McDick's. Like, oh, he, yeah. He he, he, I mean, he's pretty brand loyal to McDonald's. So who, I don't know who it is. Like, who's who's coming in here with Burger King in tow, eating it on the crapper, and then throwing it away? Man? It doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound, sound like something you should do. I. Uh, it's not me. I'm, I'm, I, have, right. I, I started back this week. On the, I gotta shut the mother down thing. I uh, I can attest to that. I got put on a scale Saturday, yeah, and I was faced with a number, and the number hit home, Ooh. and I was like, oh Ooh. god, this has gotten worse than I thought. Getting up closer to three, I, dude. I weighed in at two fifty five. That's big, dude. When I, we when we started this job, I was two nineteen. Yeah, but that's because you were. I was broken, <laughs> walking three miles a day to get to my other job. Couldn't buy groceries, so like that's different. You can barely buy them now. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how I'm doing it. All right. So speaking of the eating, right? And to talk about something I would never eat, and I don't get you fall people, right? Like I understand people like me who are excited for summer because the weather's going to be nicer and the activity I like can be done outside. Like you people that get pumped about fall, I can't figure it out. I like hoodies too. I like jeans. I like that stuff, but I can't figure out like the I love fall people. I just can't figure it out. And one of the things that happens here is that this pumpkin spice everything, which is gross. 
First of all, do pumpkin pie so rancid that you got to put a tub of Cool Whip on it before you'll eat it? Quit trying to shove pumpkin spice everything in my mouth. And now a pizza place. Like one of these quick like pizza places, like yeah. kind of like Blaze, like how uh, LeBron has that or whatever. It's They're doing pumpkin spice pizza. I can't think of anything more disgusting than that. Now, I'm going to assume that this is not a traditional pizza in the sense it probably doesn't have red sauce and cheese. I'm sure this is just dough, and then it's probably got, like, pumpkin puree and probably, I don't know, like, fall stuff, like, whatever you put on there, leaves or something. I don't know. But, right, it's not like it's not like tomato sauce and cheese, correct? I don't believe so, no. They're, like, doing, like, a pumpkin, like, spread on it. So it's like a dessert, essentially, is what we're getting into, into there. It's probably, like, a white icing on top of it. That sounds really well, gross. And here's what I'm going to say about all this. Like, pumpkin spice coffee is disgusting. People people can, you know, people can, because it is. It's, it's very much like, oh, cough drops that are pumpkin spice. Can you believe that? And it's like... It's Nickelback, dude. You can say, people can say, oh, dude, I hate pumpkin spice. It's the worst this ever. This is a great argument. But where, so who's buying all who's these buying products? It. Somebody right. is out there. So like, it is, it's the Nickelback of flavors right there. It, you know, pumpkin spice is the Nickelback of flavors. I like it. That is really well done, Fantone. Really well done. You're right. Because white bitches just love it. You know what I mean? And they, and. <laughs> dude, oh, I hate it, dude. It's the worst. Well, there we are. It's sold out concert. Wearing all, everyone's wearing t-shirts. How did this happen? <laughs> Uh, not Nickelback, Breaking Benjamin actually playing the House of Blues November 7th. We'll get you into that at 8.30. Also, then, we'll find out the two things that will make you happier than money. Get all of that at 8.30 on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruitcakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studes with my dudes. On Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. We just got word that a week from tomorrow, my good buddy Ricky Smith will be joining us at 9 a.m. to talk about his event happening at, uh, I believe it's the Corner Alley in Cleveland. He's doing a, uh, a rake bowling event, the Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere bowling event. And I'm actually one of the judges for one of the things that's going to be happening that night. Nice. And uh, that's on the 30th of September. Starts at like I believe seven o'clock is when cocktail hour is. Bowling goes from like eight thirty to eleven thirty, and it's hosted by. And I know she's all over the news right now, and everybody kind of hates her right now because of what her politics are. But it's hosted by a woman that I have a huge thing for, and I've been begging Ricky to get us in a room together to okay. try to see if we can make it happen. Okay. And that's ESPN's own Jamil Hill. Okay, dude, your boy's got a thing for Jamil Hill. Always has, even when she was still a little chubby. Your boy was in it, like Jeez. he was on it. Jeez. And so, dude, I've been on Ricky for a while. Like, dude, I need to spend the night with Jamil Hill. <laughs> I mean, that's one hell of a random act of kindness. Uh, dude, I'll wear there. a Black Lives Matter shirt if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> dude, whatever, dude, whatever it takes, I, your boy will do it. Um, I know, uh, I know, he's he's well associated with a couple different Browns players. He is, um, and I know they'll be at that event as well. So it should be one hell of a good time, right there. Yeah, that will be a good time. So I'm going to be one of the judges for that. So we'll have Ricky on the air a week from tomorrow at nine o'clock, talk about Rake and what he's doing, his TV show. That are on all over the networks now. Like, dude, that kid's been blowing up recently. And I absolutely love him. And I know Fantone's going to take him over to Project Rebuild when we're done with him. So that'll be a good afternoon. Something's happening in Colorado that I'm really happy is not happening outside my house. All right. But police in Colorado Springs say that a woman has repeatedly been dumping out in people's yards over the past several weeks. Now, you remember here, it was two, three years ago, we had the Kenmore crapper, mm-hmm. and we never found the Kenmore crapper. Never did. So this might be his estranged wife. But a witness snapped a couple of photos of the female runner who's apparently been caught treating people's yards as her own personal toilet, they say here, on several occasions since July. The latest instance, Fantone, happened at a house 
in a very uh, swanky neighborhood called Pine Creek. Stanky neighborhood after she's done with it. Hello! A woman told officers her children spotted the woman right in the middle of dumping out. Young kids actually witnessed this woman and said, Mom, there's a lady defecating in our yard. I'm sure the the youngster didn't use the word defecating, but you take our point. Lieutenant Howard Black says maybe they didn't want to use uh, the proper word. When the woman went out and confronted her, it was clear what she was doing. She just then took off. Police say if caught, just so you know, if you're thinking, "Ah, it'll be funny, I'll crap in my neighbor's yard, it'll be funny. (laughs) It will be, too. Police say if caught, the woman could face indecent exposure and public defecation charges, which, dude... I hate the fact that we need to have a charge for <laughs> defecating. You know what I mean? Like I hate that the human being. Now I know it probably came from the homelessness issue well, and yeah. probably why that happened, right? But I just hate the fact that we have to tell people, "Hey, don't poop outside." Well, there's going to be a little bit. I thought this was America. I thought I was allowed to do what I wanted. What happened to the First Amendment? Free country, man. Right, right. These colors don't run. Right, exactly. So I mean, they're a little bit. Diarrhea bad, runs, not these colors. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine looking out the front window of your house? Now, in your neighborhood, I think you could imagine. Yeah, it's quite possible. You look out and just I, again, much like yesterday when we were talking about people snagging, you know, snagging food off of plates. What do you say in that moment? Like, do you just go outside, get the hose, and like hose her down? What else are you supposed to do? I mean, I, I, I don't know what your retaliation is there. Um, you know, the Kenmore Crapper a couple years ago, this guy was going around through his neighborhood pooping on cars. And at least, like, there's some sort of, like, retaliation there. Like, maybe you hate your neighbors or something, but what's this woman doing? On the doing? door handle. Right. Yeah, maybe, yeah, you'll ruin somebody's day. What is this woman doing? I don't know. I mean, there are people who get off on public sex. Because the, yeah. the risk of being caught. So maybe there's something where she feels like, you know, there's a little bit of danger in it. But why is she doing it in a jogging fashion? Like, why is she, like, running around the neighborhood? Because well, that's not... Well, if you, I've never run. <laughs> <laughs> but does it shake the bowels? If you were going to do that, I would just think, like, yo, middle of the night, you pull out of your car, you take a dump, and then you go back in your car and you make a quick getaway. Why is she doing this... As she's exercising, that feels like you're, you're, you're trying to get caught at that point. And like, maybe she is. If this happened once, if this was a one-off story, and like you're jogging, and dude, you just what have, am I gonna do? You have an emergency, and you have no other avenues to to explore. Maybe, but this has happened multiple times, correct? Oh yeah, since July. It's like Jeez. like eight nine times they say. I mean, listen, dude, I crap more than the average bear, dude. I am a I am a heavy pooper. There's no right, question time about out. that. <laughs> uh, wh- wh- what's making you crap so much, buddy? I don't know. It's just who I am as a person, dude. I don't know if it's just me as a crappy person or is if it because you're like six nine and I, like you can put more stuff in there? I don't know if it's if it's my diet or what, but like I mean, honestly, I probably already, a little. I've already I mean I've already pooped like four times this morning. Four? Yeah, and then, dude, what are we at eight o'clock in the morning, dude? That's unhealthy. I think. I mean, dude, honestly, throughout throughout the course of a day, I'm gonna. See if WebMD thinks you have cancer. Throughout the, throughout the course of a day, like honestly, it wouldn't surprise me to say that. I just hope it's fatal. Whatever this is, I, let's hope it's fatal. Seven, seven, eight times can happen. Like that's not even it's not an over exaggeration. That's the honest to god truth. In a day, in a day, dude, I will crap five plus times in a day, no problem, no problem. And I, but never in my entire life would I be like, you know what? I'm gonna go dump it out on somebody's lawn, dude. Like have some sort of at least go behind the garage, right? Yeah, I, I, you're bound to get caught. I mean, with everybody having uh, cell phones and the, the thing, but I think that's what she wants. 
Um, no, they just give me tips on how to ease your fear of pooping in public places, which honestly, <laughs> I'm going to bookmark that. I need to read that. As a matter of fact, I had to do that over the weekend. I was in a restaurant and I thought I was like, well, I'm only, I'm really close to my house. Maybe I'll just wait. And then I went, like I signed out my bill and I was like, oh, there, oh, there's no, there, there, there's no waiting. And I'm not like a, I'm, you know, there's some people who are like, dude, I'm going to take a tour of every bathroom that I go, that I go across. I'll go take a crap anywhere. I don't, no, no, I, no. I don't, I don't want to poop at the Home Depot, but if I have to, I mean, your boy's going to take care of business. Uh, WebMD says you're pregnant. <laughs> that's, 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 that's like that's kind of concerning. That's like the number one thing if if, you, if you're defecating too often during the day. And but do four times before eight a.m. seems like way too many. Already done it, dude. Already already hit those numbers, man. Those are those are rookie numbers, dude. You got to put up higher numbers than that, bro. You have <laughs> you have uh, you have health insurance. It's it's not like I constantly. Well, dude, I mean, I just went to the doctor, got a clean bill of health. By the way, got that phone really? call this week. Did you tell him about this? Um, I was you know he was like he was like well you know tell me about your diet, tell me about this, tell me about that, and I'm like yeah dude, I poop five times in a day, and he's like. That's all right, dude. Margaret writes in. She says her husband's 6'9", and he poops a lot, too. Maybe 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 it's it's the height. It's a tall dude thing. I don't know. I I, I genuinely don't know, but never in my life am I crapping out on somebody's lawn. I'm going to start calling all the hotels where (laughs) NBA players stay. (laughs) What's the toilet situation like that? Are they backed up? What's happening? Apparently, fans out. Dude, are you the Kenmore grabber, maybe? I could be. I could be. I'll I'll ask my people at the Canton Charge if they have any insight on that, whether height has... Let's let the Charge worry about the roster, maybe, and not not get them them involved in our, you know, elementary hijinks that happen in the morning. Dear God. Yeah, no, I would not get the Charge. Dude, you know what I mean? You've only had that job like a year. Just not go in there and be like, you know, what's everybody's crapping habits? Let's... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can barely see. Yeah, I don't know if this is funny for everybody else, but I sure enjoyed this morning show a whole deal. I'm one of these people that I, I, I hate the this saying, money can't buy you happiness. No, it can't. But it can award you like the ability not to have to worry about your bills, which would make you happier than you sit today. Will it will it resolve like that that hole inside of you? Absolutely not. But science has now figured out two things, not one, but two things that will make you happier than money will. And we'll tell you what they are next on Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have Breaking Benjamin tickets under 10 minutes away now. We'll pass those out. 1-800-243-7625, the number you will need on those. I promise I won't forget. Maybe he won't forget. <laughs> you know, I probably will. I was going to say. I'm really bad about that. Uh, before the break, we were talking about apparently Fantone goes to the bathroom multiple times a day. Like, dude, he's already been four times. You dumped out before like yeah. 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I was like... Like on you about it, like, dude, I think something's wrong with you. And then people just kept like writing in, go, dude, what are you talking about? I go five, six times a day, and I'm only five seven. It's got nothing to do with his height. <laughs> like people are trying to make me feel like I'm the weirdo. Because if you don't know, Fantone's like six seven, so like that's what I thought it was. I was like, well, maybe you just can stash more things in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I don't know how the anatomy works. What the hell do I know? Right, longer, lower intestine. I mean, what else are you supposed to think there? Um, I um, I don't know what the count was this morning so far. So tomorrow, from the moment I get up. To the moment it's all said and done, I'll do a uh, I'll do an actual poop count there. Feel free not to Facebook Live that. You know what I mean? Like, feel free not to do that. Hey, check it in live here. Oh my god! Although that might help us. Yeah. <laughs> god knows this this radio show needs help, dude. It does. Yeah. yeah keep a poop count, dude. Well, you know, gotta, gotta make sure it's riveting. You know, just have to make sure it's riveting. All this talking about it, it kind of makes me have to go. Stansberry just sitting over there, turtle head poking out. Why are you talking about my erection? <laughs> it's weird. 
Growing up the son of a minister, I used to hear this in my house a lot. You can't fill a God-sized hole with worldly possessions, right? And that was that was him trying to teach me that dude that 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 money will not bring you happiness, right? Okay. And I always maintain that money will make it easier for me to pay my bills, make sure I can live inside and all that stuff, which will supply happiness. Be having a nice home versus living on the streets will make you a happier person, right? Yeah. Now, does it make you happy and fulfilled in life? No, but pretending that money doesn't supply happiness is a little crazy. Well, I, I, I guess really what we're getting at there is that like you're comparing like living in a multi-million dollar home to living on the streets. I think where the where the line is is like if you have enough money to like cover the necessities of life and cover kind of like the standard of living of life. I'm not just saying like as well as long as you have food and water, then you're going to be happy and you're going to be fine. Welcome to prison. But like no, but as long as you have like enough to kind of live up to the standard of what American life is right now, I think everything beyond that, if you're looking for like, well, if I get this $10,000 raise, everything's going to be fine. Not necessarily. Probably not. But right. would, would you? All right, dude, you're in a committed relationship right. that you're happy and you have a nice place to live. And you drive a nice car. So right. truth, or, uh, true or not, if I gave you a bunch of money, you'd be happier than you are today. Because of all the other things you have in your life, you already have those taken care of. So if I gave you a bunch of more money, you'd be happier, right? Would I, would I be long-term happier if I just had like a nicer car? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I even said, dude, you drive a very nice car. I, so it's not that. Well, it, but I'm just saying, if I was driving a 2017 Buick with like totally decked out, would that make a difference in my 2014 Buick? I don't know. I, I I don't. I know what you're trying to say there. I just don't. I, I think the financial security of you know what, e- even if something happens, I have the money to cover it. It, it yeah, puts you in. E- maybe it's not right. happiness. Maybe it's ease. Maybe that's what it is. All right. And it's happier, or it's easier to be happy when you're at ease. When you're sitting Agreed. there, when you're sitting there stressing out about like, dude, do I live inside? Do I have a car? Am I going to be able to go to work? Yeah, that's going to build up, and that's going to bring your happiness down. But right, once you have that like sense of security, it's going to be a lot easier for me to find happiness. Being broke freaks me out. Fantone okay. will tell you, I'm a completely different person three years into this job than I was when I got it. Like, dude, yeah. the financial strain makes me absolutely crazy. I hate it, and that's why I still have my second job because dude i dude i keep hustling a sense of pride that comes with being able to provide for yourself absolutely and being able to provide for you the, feel like a human yeah i mean provide for the people when, that you love yeah. when i was living with my friends i felt like i was a kept man and i hate that feeling i hate it right but it turns out now that science has figured out the two things that will make you happier than money okay and they're easy to acquire in your life best things in life are free is what some people say but they do say that okay and it turns out sleep and sex make you happier than money. And if you think about it, you should be able to acquire both those things pretty easily in your life. If you're not getting enough sleep, I understand you're busy. I understand you got two kids. I understand baseball practice and traveling baseball teams and all this stuff, right? I get it. But if you're not sleeping enough, it's because you're not scheduling your time out well enough. You're not prioritizing it. Exactly. You, 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 That's you, the you, word I was looking you're for. Not, you're not making it something that, you know, you're not paying yourself at that point. And sex is very much the same way. Like, if you're married or in a committed relationship, you could get more sex. You just have to be a better communicator. You have to be willing to hear things that may be uncomfortable for you when asking about it. And that's one of the reasons why we won't ask for more sex is because we're worried about what the answers are going to be. And we're, we're worried about being made to feel uncomfortable over a conversation. And you got to get over that. But if these two things can make you happier, I think you got to get on it. I mean, especially as these are literally two free things. I think those are the things like I'll be sitting there and, you know, 
know, it's like, oh, damn, dude, payday's not till Tuesday of next week, and you're sitting there on Friday, like, well, what are you going to do all weekend? And it's like, well, you take a nap and bone it out, and then you can bone it out again, take a nap again, and like, I mean, those are, the, are literally the things I think of when it's like, all right, well, what are we going to do? We're poor. Well, don't worry. Bang. Right, we can have sex, and then I'll take a nap, and all of a sudden, it'll be bedtime. And Free we'll, entertainment. Right, and then we'll have sex, and we'll go to bed. It'll be great. The study done at Oxford University found that income had very little impact on a person's perception of well-being. In fact, they say when they raised somebody's income by 50% in disposable income, they only led to a very minuscule increase in a person's living well score. Now, that's they're saying, now, don't go at your job and just bang all day. You're right. going to need a little bit of money. You're welcome to being alive in America. You owe money on a planet you were born on. Weird, but you do. And uh, and you need to make money. But they say that these two things, if you just work them into your life a little bit more, and I could buy that. I could absolutely buy that. Like, I will tell you, like, as a person who wakes up very early for their job, when I get more sleep the night before, I am a happier person when I wake up, and it's easier for me to come in and do this. Yeah, we've, um, I think we've really deprioritized sleeping and kind of the concept of rest and like being able to get eight hours of sleep a night. I know that's a dream for some people, but like, I, it boggles my mind. Like, it's unfathomable to me when people are like, dude, I got like four hours of sleep, and like, that's what you get on a regular basis. Like, I, no way. I couldn't survive like that. Like, I'm, I'm a seven hours a night minimum guy. Like, I wish I could, I wish I could say I get seven hours minimum every night. I don't. There are definitely um, nights where I don't go to bed till like ten thirty, which is way late for us. My alarm is set for four a.m. is when I is when I try to wake up. I'll, I'll survive a five hour sleep night. Yeah. It's like, dude, all right, come on, just drag your ass through this. It's like fine. I mean, but, you're not moving concrete balls around. But, I mean, but you can do it, but you're not as good at it. If you're living that life on a daily basis, where you're getting under six hours of sleep, I feel terrible for you. I really do. I really do. I I, I think it will make you a happier person. I and I try not to take naps in the middle of the day, but sometimes I have to because of how early we wake up. I'm like, all right, maybe just an hour. I would assume that plays into your overall sleep pattern there. If you're able to get a nap in, you know, it, it probably helps out in that, you know, in, the, in that in that happiness. Yeah, I uh, I was surprised to find this out. I, I that it will make you happier. I mean, I know sex is uh, honestly one of the best medicines on on the planet. You release all the endorphins and you feel good and you're you're relaxed and it, it feels like a, honestly like a weight being taken off your shoulders. Honestly, you know, when you have if you've been without sex for a while and then you finally have it, it does. It feels like a weight being taken off your shoulders and you're just happy and you feel like you can conquer the world after that i just was i was surprised that raising somebody's disposable income by 50 percent wouldn't do it what kind of happens there and i think we've all been guilty of this at some point in our lives is i mean you take something for granted but we get on this like i don't know like a treadmill of like consumption where it's like no matter what kind of raise i get i'm just going to spend more money and within you know however long six months or whatever all of a sudden i'm going to feel like i was in the same place where i was before everyone views themselves as like lower middle class for some reason where it's like oh well i just don't get enough and i'm just that close and i think that's people that make you know a hundred thousand dollars a year and that's true that's people that make you know nineteen thousand dollars a year is they both just feel like uh eh, well i'm just kind of in the middle you know, yeah, that I think that's true. I think those two things combined. Obviously, we know all the health benefits that come with sex, and we know all the like the health problems that you can have w- w- when you're not sleeping. As a person who can occasionally suffer from insomnia, it's the worst. Like when that happens, and I just don't sleep for like four days, I just feel like I'm going to honestly go on like a murderous rampage, and it's just it's terrifying because you're like you're just laying in bed like I just need this sleep so I feel like a human being, and sometimes you can't get it. But sleep and sex will make you happier than money ever will, according to the Oxford University. We do have Breaking Benjamin tickets. I did not forget. We're going to pass them off right now. We'll take caller 20 at 1-800-243-2423. 
7625. We'll send you to see Breaking Benjamin November 7th at the House of Blues. And I have a list of cities here that get the most and the least amount of exercise. We'll find out where Akron Canton falls next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you missed anything from yesterday, you can podcast it at WRQK.com. That got put up a little bit later yesterday than, uh, than normal. I was pulled away from the office yesterday for a meeting. A little far away from the radio station, had to get there, and then uh, was not able to get it posted until we were done with said meeting. Yeah, he says it's a meeting. It was a meeting. We all know what it was. Yeah. Swanky-ass Hudson Ohio golf course. Is I what did. It was. But you know what? If I were you, I wouldn't make fun of it so much, because yesterday that meeting was about you. Oh, nice. I, I'm, I'm trying to land a piece of business for you. Stansberry, dude, he's my advocate. Because I uh, am, unfortunately... Not unfortunately, actually. I'm actually happy about this. But I'm unable to do said endorsement. Okay. And so I'm talking to somebody about maybe lining you up for it instead. Hey, it's the tall guy here for something. Yes. And if you like something, this is the something you should buy. Yes. Come on out and buy it. So that's All that's right. what I was out there yesterday doing and playing golf. That's why I went. But I was like, well, two birds maybe. One stone. What did you say this course was? Uh, I played Lake Forest in Hudson yesterday, which, by the way, after we got done, I was like, you know, at private clubs when like there's a guy who comes out, takes your clubs off the cart for you, takes them out to your car for you. He like wipe, he wipes down the clubs to make sure they're clean before he puts them in your car. Bagger Vance has stepped his game up, bro. And uh, I got I got introduced to him because one of the guys I played with yesterday used to be the assistant pro there. And so he knew everybody at the course, and he was like, hey, man, this is my buddy Dan. And I shake the guy's hand. I was like, hey, man, it's very nice to meet you. And the, he just looks at me and goes, I listen every day. Nice. I was like, oh, nice, man. Nice. I appreciate nice. that. Thank you. Obviously, he's from Stowe, works in Hudson. There's no <laughs> way that guy lives in Hudson. Yeah, probably not. No way. Probably not. Probably not there. But Mark was a very, very nice guy. And uh, that was a great course. And it made me want to join a private course. By the way, dude, like I guess somebody vandalized four of Trump's golf courses. Now, look, I know you guys hate him, but, dude, don't take it out on the golf courses. I can't have that. I'm never going to get to play him, but I still can't have it. Don't take it out on anything, dude. Take it out on the on, on the ballot there. Don't take it out on anything. There's you know no what way. a lot of people are going to say to you, even though I like your suggestion, is going to be like, dude, we did. She won the popular vote. <laughs> you know, what I mean? people are going to be like, well, you know what? We did take it out on the ballot. Well, the Browns can say, hey, we got more yards on the ground Doesn't than the other team. Touchdowns are what matters. Touchdowns is so what matters. Absolutely, you, I agree. You, you're going to be voting in November, people. So if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be upset about something, that's the time to have your that's voice. That's the time to get it done. So. Somebody has looked into the entire nation and found the cities that have the highest and then the lowest rate of regular exercise. Okay, so we'll start with the highest because everybody knows we're not on this list. Not even close. Okay, no. So Chico, California came in at number 10, which I was kind of surprised to to find that out. Having lived near there, not there, but near there, I was a little surprised by that. Anchorage, Alaska was another one. And I don't know if it's maybe part of your working activities and what you do in Alaska. Probably Probably that's part of that. They're logging all the time, doing stuff, throwing throwing the axe around, I'm sure. Apparently in Colorado, they work out quite a bit because number four was Greeley, Colorado. Number two was Fort Collins. And then the number one city with the highest rate of regular exercise exercise happened to be Boulder, Colorado. Now, I mean, you know, Colorado certainly not the only state that has legal marijuana, but doesn't that kind of fly in the face of the uh, lazy stoner? When we think of Colorado, don't we always think of like, dude, the pothead just sitting around snowboarding losers? 
right? Okay. Nationally, the, uh, let's look into this. Nationally, the percentage of adults who exercise rose to 53.4% in 2016, the highest since Gallup and ShareCare began measuring in 2008. It doesn't tell me when this was done there. Maybe this was, maybe this was done before that happened. 53% of Americans exercise on a regular basis. Lies. That, Lies. That's self-reporting, right? Lies. 53% of us on a regular basis and going to the gym once and like walking around and checking your Is not regular exercise. Does not count. Uh, you know what's happening here. People are, dude, that Fitbit craze went nuts last year. And are people counting like they're getting their 10,000 steps in as regular exercise, which it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That counts as something. Because even our fat tubalard boss had a Fitbit and was wearing that thing and was like counting his steps. No, so maybe. That, dude, that was counting Crisco calories coming into him, dude. That was not a Fitbit. That was a fat bit. Are you kidding me? I love it. Come on. I love it. So we'll take a look at where we are. All right. Well, first of all, let me give you some other cities. All Toledo right. came in at 185th on the list of uh, with the lowest rate of regular exercise. All right. Uh, Cedar Rapids, Cedar Rapids, Iowa came in at 187, and Akron, Canton, buddy, came in at 188th. Dude, apparently we are not exercising well or often enough. No, we're definitely not. And the thing is, is that too. It's hard here, dude. The food's so good. I mean, but what I'm going to say is that, like, I don't even buy that number. I think we're probably lower on it than that. Again, I, it's self-reporting for I, sure. And, we're and how many cities? How many cities were we counting into this? Because okay, well, we're in the top 200 of exercising, but like, I don't know, dude. I don't buy it at all. I feel well, like, you know, they like only counted major cities, we're, right? We're a much fatter town than that. Twitter telling me, Jay telling me on Twitter, Colorado seems to have a lot more parks and more bike trails and a lot more hiking and a lot more options like that. So once yeah. once the weather's nice, you you know what I mean? They're probably doing stuff like that, not really considering it to be exercise. And he's right about that. Stark parks are fantastic, though. Let's not make excuses. Like, oh, I can't walk a bike trail. Yeah, you can't get your fat ass out there. Yeah, but four months out of the year, you're like, you're stuck in your house, though. You make an excellent point. Our parks are great here. But like when I lived in Oregon, I was more likely, again, I was thinner because I was doing more. I was biking trails. I was hiking trails because, again, the whole entire state's like, like a metro park. So for five months out of the year, okay, it's winter. You can't necessarily do that, but that leaves seven. And I'm telling you right now, that's I on you. Out, I could go out to that bike trail today, and there ain't going to be anybody out there because we're all sucking down milkshakes and French fries, dude. Should be pointed out that I, I guess Antonio's Pizza is opening up in North Canton. <laughs> <laughs> that's good news for us, right? That's, uh, that, that's what Canton needed. Yeah, it's another pizza place. There's more pizza places. <laughs> which, by the way, dude, the the. Uh, the pizza here is fantastic. Like, and so we're just adding another here, and uh, is, and that's is really good. pretty good. I've never had them. Yeah, I mean, I lived in Parma for a long time, where it was like based out of, I believe. And yeah, it's good. Don't they do like a lot of stuff with the Browns? I feel like I feel like that's where I know them from. And Drew Carey, okay. like if you watched okay. his show back well, in the day, he loved it and always had it shipped out to the crew out there and stuff. Throw Michael Stanley on top of it, and boy, oh boy, look out, Canton! Here comes Cleveland, dude. <laughs> Coming out, coming out 77 South. That's absolutely right. So exercise, I do have another question here. We've talked about this on the program before, yeah. and I've, I have not done it. So a friend of mine who is, she's trying to get in better shape too. She doesn't really need to. She's in great shape, but she, but she would like to be in a little bit better Stay shape. Stay in that shape, right? It says, it said to me, like, well, maybe we should be workout buddies. You know what I mean? And I said, okay. And so she said to me, she goes, let's go do the McKinley steps. And this was the other day. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, it's great exercise, and I want to do it. And it's not laziness. I just, I worry it's disrespectful to walk those steps as exercise. It's a monument. It's not, it's not. Like, are it, people going to D.C. and just running the Lincoln Monument steps? I don't think so. It's not, 
you know, any if, if there was any other, like, you know, anything else at the top of that, you could be like, fine, that's where the library is. Yes, I'll run those steps. Or fine, that's where the top of whatever It's a is. resting president. But, right. It's a monument to, 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 to one of the leaders of our nation. I mean, Dude, there's you know, only like, a handful of cities that have one of those. You should not. You should not. In my opinion, every time I go there and you got people stretching it out and they're doing calisthenics at the bottom and they're, you know, and I'm just like, God damn. It rang a little wrong to me when I first moved here, but I was like, well, they live here. You're from here. I guess you guys would know what you should do and what you should not do. But it, I honestly, the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know if I'm wild about that. Now, let me ask you for a distinction. So down at the base of that, they have like that huge piece of grass in the middle and it's right. got like the cement thing that goes around right. it. If I walk that? Well, they have like signs that say quarter of a mile, you know, or, or however, however far it is. But the reason they had to do that, because no, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But the reason they had to put something there is because so many people were like, no, I'm going to go run these steps instead. I think they were just giving them like an alternative of like, hey, you came here to exercise. You should do this. I don't know if it's necessarily like... I, you'd have to ask the people at the McKinley Monument if it's like, or if it's like acceptable. But I, it has to be frowned on. It has to be. Wow, I don't know. Don't you think there'd be signs? I, but I think there are signs. Oh, think, is yeah, there? I mean, I, I think there. I think there are signs that like you know, don't run these steps. Which you should not. I, I, how is that? Like, go run, go run the steps at your high school stadium. That's fine. But dude, this is a monument. And I guess people would be like, well, it's better that I'm there than I'm not. I don't know, like, dude. I'm a 40-year-old man. God. I'm not just going to hanging out at the high school, whether it be for exercise <laughs> or not. I just feel like that's a stuff them and cuff them moment that your boy just wants zero, zero part of. It turns out, millennials, you're getting it right once again. I know I bag on you guys a lot, but you may be doing something better than any generation that has come before you. I'll get you filled in next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. I just have confirmed for Friday morning, 7 o'clock, Mark Munch Bishop will join us once again. Nice. We're going to look into making him a weekly feature on Fridays. I believe that's a good idea. We talked to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com on Mondays at 8. And so we're thinking maybe Fridays at 7 we'll talk to Munch. I don't know. It's a lot of sports you guys are talking. It's a lot of sports. Yeah, well, guys don't like sports. No, they don't, actually. Not at all. No. They hate boobs, too. They're not into those. No, 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 not at all. Drinking beers? Nope, don't want to do that. No, nope. they, they hate it. Hate it. I'm excited, man. Munch, yeah, man. I, dude, I love Munch. I, I, you know, I, um, I'm a Munch homer, and I just, dude, I love the guy. He was very instrumental in my career. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have him on. I have no connection to him in any professional capacity outside of what we've done here. But the thing to me that's always been like. He was just one of those dudes I remember when I was young on the radio, on the TV, on all that stuff. So as soon as that connection was made, it just felt legit to me. It just felt like, yeah, dude, you are a member of the media. Munch knows who you are. Yeah. No, that is true. That is true. He's legit. Like, dude, let me tell you something. You want to feel insignificant in life? Go to Columbus with that dude. He took me to an Ohio State game and like, dude... I'm not joking. This is not hyperbole. They picked him up and were carrying him Jeez. on their shoulders through that tailgate. Like, dude, he can walk on water in Columbus. It's crazy. So he'll join us Friday morning, 7 o'clock. The millennials get bagged on a lot. A and lot. I feel like the term has just become like the words you use for young people you hate. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And every generation blames the generation coming from you know behind them on um, what's going wrong in the world yeah i mean you know the generation before me didn't know anything the generation after me they're effing everything up um and i think it's funny with millennials how like someone will consider me a millennial at 33 and then someone considers a 13 a millennial well technically technically it is 18 to 34 right now right 
I don't know. Technically- I, I don't know what the term is, but to me, it's just like like you and I are far closer together in age than then we're not than me and an eighteen year old for sure. But it's like, no, you're a millennial. You have you're an eighteen year old, yeah. and I'm like, no, I'm not, dude. Like, what, not I, really. Not even close. Not really. Most people by the time you're they're your age are married with kids right. and everything else. You know what I mean? Right. And so I like to bag on the millennials when they're doing stuff wrong. And I feel like that's fair as long as when they start doing things that are positive or might be better than my generation did it, that I expose you to those as well. Yeah, that's you know, a little, little give and take right there. I just wish more people would be like, well, what did my generation do wrong? Everything, Brenda. You've ruined everything. Yeah, my generation really did. A lot. Dude, Gen X screwed up a lot. A lot. A lot. Who do you think birthed all these millennials that are annoying? Uh, and, and, and who do you, like, that's exactly like, oh, these parents nowadays, these parents. Yeah. Who, who, who are you talking about right now? Who, your neighbor? Right. <laughs> yeah. God. So it turns out that we have always been told there are certain rites of passages into adulthood. Yeah. Sex at prom, cigarette smoking, let's try a little booze. Maybe some marijuana is the gateway drug, right? Experimentation is a part of finding yourself. At least it was for me. I guess other people can take other paths, but no, experimentation was a huge part of of growing up. According to a new study, it shows that teenagers are now increasingly delaying the activities that had once been seen as rites of passages into adulthood. This was published Tuesday in the Journal of Child Development. They found that the percentage of adolescents in the United States who have a driver's license, who have tried alcohol, has plummeted since 1976, with the heaviest drop-off happening in this last decade, right? Half of teens still engage in these activities, they say, but the majority has now slimmed down. Between 1976 and 1979, Fantone, 86% of high school seniors had gone on a date. Okay. Between 2010 and 2015, only 63% of high schoolers had gone on a date. Wow. Has, has uh, you know, and this is just one of one point. Are we changing the definition of date? date and like what that is? Because in my in, in my mind, in the you know, and this is just me looking back at it, and I wasn't alive, but like you know, you you picked roses on the way, and you you, you asked her father for a date. Let's and go now to the is mall. It, now is it just like yo, we'll smoke blunts and bang it out, and you know what I mean? Like maybe that Netflix changed. and chill isn't considered to be. That's not a date. We're not dating. I mean, that's what teenagers do. Uh, maybe I don't right. Know. They so they also looked between 1976 and 1979. The, the percentage of kids who had earned money from working plunged from 76% to 55% between 2010 and 2015. This is a little unfair because 76 to 79 is three years, and 2010 to 2015 is five years. Yeah. So that's a, that's a little unfair there. I, I'm a little surprised by that just in the sense of, you know, I know it's going to turn into a micro conversation here, but like, I would just think that, you know, with the economic calamity that have ha- that's happened in recent years that, you know, there would be more kids who have worked trying to help pay some of the bills. You know what I mean? Like, you know, your dad lost his job in the, in the stock market crash of 07. And like, I think that was probably more likely when my dad was in high school. Really? Yeah. Cause I, dude, remember, I mean like the mills are shutting down and like, I, I, I mean, dude, my dad went to work very early for his family. I'm just saying 07 is when, is when like the great, you know, recession to happen, I would have figured that would have been a catalyst to people or to younger people kind of starting to work earlier. I, you know, if your mom's sitting there working three jobs and she can't pay the bills and now all of a sudden it's like, well, somebody's got to, you know, make up the ends here and maybe it'll be kids. During 19, from 1976 to 1979, uh, 76, I believe, percent of teenagers, no, I'm sorry, it was 93% 
between 1976 and 1979 tried alcohol. That has dropped to 67% between 2010 and 2016. It's because they're all smoking bath salts. They're walking around high on Molly. They're way worse than us, dude. They are. These teenagers now have also reported a steady decline in sexual activity in recent decades. If you're a parent of a teenage boy or, or, or girl, you're probably happy to hear this. The portion of high school students who had sex fell from 54% in 1991 to 41% in 2015. Wow. That's actually, that data is coming to you from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, who would know. Like, they would know. I believe that they would know. And so, again, man, like, these millennials, they get bagged on a lot. They do. And they do do a lot of dumb things, right? But they are starting to show that they are handling entering adulthood, I think, a little bit more responsibility responsibly Sorry. Than my generation did. I saw this spun in a completely different fashion yesterday. You would think all this stuff, like, oh, well, you're somebody waiting, spun this as bad. You're waiting longer to drink. That's a good thing. You're waiting longer to have sex. That's a good thing. You're waiting longer to have your first job. I would think. Well, you would think all those things, but I saw it spun yesterday of like, well, this is just further proof of this Peter Pan society that we live in nowadays, where you don't feel the pressure to grow up, where you don't feel like, like, like I want. I want to go get my driver's license to establish independence. I want to get a job so I can have my own money and earn my own so, things. Let me get this straight. So when I was in high school and we were like funneling bottles of Mad Dog, it was going to turn me into an alcoholic. But now kids aren't drinking, and now the, the, they refuse to be grown ups. Well, I mean, it, those were the things you were trying to like establish yourself as a man. Establish yourself as like, yeah, you know, I, I am an adult. You, you, mom, you can't tell me anything. I'm a grown ass man. I know everything. You're 17. You know, you're not a grown ass man. You're not even close. You're barely a grown boy. Way, but like we all had that mindset and yeah i saw somebody spinning this yesterday is like this is it just it goes to show you just a bunch of soft snowflake baby whiners and it's like all right well, I, that's what are you going to do? that's a stretch for me there I, I i don't know if i could do it that way they say the post moment of adult activities could not be attributed to more homework or extracurricular because they say that the teens actually spend fewer hours on homework than they did in the 1990s and the same amount of time doing like basketball, football, stuff like after the, the right. school and, and the like. Um, they say, nor could the use of smartphones and the internet be entirely the cause because the report said since the decline began before, both of those things were widely available. Okay. I um I, I really like this. I, I I think it's good. I think p- kids should wait longer to try alcohol. You should wait longer to try things to try marijuana to to maybe date to have. Sex. I lost my virginity at fourteen, and for the longest time on the radio, honestly, my entire career, I've said I wish I would have waited a little bit longer. That was well before I think I was ready to have sex. It's well before anybody I think is ready to have sex. I wish I would have waited a little bit longer. I think it, it, it obviously that came from some other things that happened in my childhood where I was ready for sexual activity before I was really ready for it and you know I don't mean to drag the whole thing to a screeching halt there we go but at the end of the day like people should wait for these things because I hate to say this but dude when you get old you just want to rewind the clock and you do you want to go back and be like dude just let me be 18 again for like two weeks grandpa Stansberry come on (laughs) over it's it's not that but dude there's that song by Trace Atkins right where he's like talking about how like his daughter's like wanting to fast forward time be faster give me more things and he's like wait a minute you're gonna miss this I think is the name of it you are gonna miss this stuff and I think you will and honestly looking back at my high school years I wish I would have spent a little bit more of them sober to be honest with you but in my generation you were a puss 
unless you drank this whiskey, you're a puss. And that's just the way we were raised. And millennials are handling this in a much more responsible fashion. And I want to be able to bag on you next week for fidget spinners or whatever the hell else you're into. And I can only do that if I expose when you're doing things right. So pat on the back to the millennials there. I think you were doing things a little bit right. A guy tried to rob a Starbucks and is now suing somebody that stepped in. Yeah. Because this is America. We'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for North Canton Collision. The folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. So if some idiot has smashed into you in traffic, get your car back to its original condition with North Canton Collision state-of-the-art paint technology. And my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason are happy to take your call for a free no-cost estimate at 330-499-5171. Or you can find them online. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online for you at WRQK.com. Our good buddy Scott from WinningForNextYear.com joins us every Monday at 8, and I actually just read a very interesting article at their site, WinningForNextYear.com, that took you inside the clubhouse during the Indians' historic run, 22-game winning uh, streak. It was a very interesting read. Um, You should check that out. As a matter of fact, your Indians won again last night. I know a lot of you probably didn't see it. I don't think first pitch was till 10.05 last night playing West Coast baseball. Yeah, this is their last road trip of the season, I believe. And um, God, dude, that's just mind-boggling to say that another baseball season getting wrapped up here. Yeah, those things are long. So when those come to an end. And I believe we're going to make the World Series. I'm pretty excited about that. That'll be a good run. Fall baseball is awesome. Like, you know what I mean? As a guy who doesn't not love the television product of baseball, I like going to the games and stuff. But once you start getting into games really mattering, then I love it. You know what I mean? Much like the NHL. Like, I like hockey. I'm not a hockey fanatic. But, like, you get me into playoff hockey, I want to see it all. Just, just, there's something about when games really count that I want to see everything. I think that's why the NCAA tournament it has been as popular and fast as it is. Is because it's like, well, you have to win. I have an interesting story out of Fresno, California. And by interesting, yeah. I mean one that makes me want to like kill myself. The five five nine right there. Yeah, Fresno, rough, rough city. Yeah, you Yeah, yeah, you lived there for a while. Yeah, a thirty year old man allegedly used a gun while trying to rob a Starbucks. All right, and so Ryan Flores is his name, and there was another customer in the store, Craig Jerry, who's sixty, fifty eight. Right, so then he sees this guy trying to rob the Starbucks. And he attacks him. And the kid shows up at Starbucks with a Transformers mask because I'm sure that was like the first kid's toy that he saw at his feet while trying to clean his you know apartment up. And he then tries to rob the Starbucks. So the 58-year-old sees it, picks up a metal chair, goes full WWE, and whoa, hits him in the back with whoa, it. Oh, Cena-style, baby. Yeah, man. I like that. He's going to put him through the table, maybe. I like that a lot. During the altercation. The attempted robber then takes out a knife and stabbed the 60-year-old man in the neck. Jeez. So listen to this. This 58-year-old man is, is a badass. He wrestles the knife away from the assailant and then stabbed him multiple times with it. Yeesh. Now, police then showed up and called Craig Jerry a hero. He stopped <laughs> a robbery, stopped somebody from doing something violent and you know terrorizing other people. Right. So the police are calling him a hero. But his mother now says that her son is, in fact, the victim and that he has 17 total stab wounds, lacerations, and defensive wounds. Now, Flores himself does remain in jail on attempted robbery charges, but he is going to sue Craig Jerry for excessive force. 
The mom said, the guy, in my opinion, went from Good Samaritan to Vigilante. Stabbing somebody that many times, it doesn't take that many stab wounds to get somebody to succumb to you. Well, apparently it did. Like, I don't think he was trying to kill the kid. He was just trying to make sure he didn't. I mean, dude, your son stabbed him first. I mean, when you get involved in something like that, you are putting yourself in a weird situation there of like, well, how many times can I punch this guy? You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not saying that he's at fault here, um, and nor am I saying that he should be held liable in the court of the law, but like... Uh, there's no chance that he he excessively stabbed this guy. There, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like the cops are saying that the idea that he would be sued is ludicrous, and they say he will not be facing any criminal charges for for stopping this robbery. Because I, I think if you charge the guy, then what happens is is everybody else in the country goes, okay, well I'm not doing anything. Right, right. One hundred percent sure, and that's I mean that's why I think a lot of people don't do anything is you don't want to get involved in something like that. First of all, because it's dangerous. Second of all, because you're not trained in this. Like you know what I mean? Like you don't you don't have the training of an officer of the law. Therefore, you don't know at what point does it become excessive. Because to me, that's like, fair. To me, it feels very much like yeah, dude, you're doing whatever you needed in that situation to number one protect yourself, number two protect others. So it, to me, that sounds all right. But if we go back and we watch this tape and he's got the dude on the ground and he's just stabbing, 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 it could be a different story. Well, yeah, it depends on how much of the tape you have. You're absolutely right by that. And uh, But I just, these kind of lawsuits make me absolutely crazy. Lady, your son would have never been stabbed, ever. The guy didn't show up to your house and stab your son. He stabbed your son because he was trying to rob a store. He was trying to do something illegal, and somebody stepped up in the moment and stopped him from doing it. I don't think you should be able to sue people for that. Now, if you see somebody doing something else illegal, you know, is this okay for me to step in and physically prevent them from... Well, I, I don't know. You can't leave it that blank for me. You got to fill in some I blanks. Guess, all right, if, if, if I see a drug deal going on on the street corner, can I go up and throw the dude in a rear naked chokehold and take him down? I'm willing to bet the cops would be happy with it. I, I, just at this point, where you are getting into, there's a line somewhere, like she said, between Good Samaritan and Vigilante, and I don't necessarily know where that line is. It's going to change from case to case, of course. Vigilante, to me, is guy robs Starbucks, gets away, you hear story, track guy down, exact your justice. That's Vigilante. Stopping it in the moment for me, is hero stepping up, good Samaritan law, and as and again, Jay tweeting in, and he makes perfect sense. He's like, she didn't think he should be stabbed 17 times. Jay says here, stab me in the neck once and see how many times I turn around and end up stabbing you. And he brings up a great point. I don't think you should be able to sue. It's like when people try to rob your house, you shoot them, then they sue you. Like, bro, you would have never got shot had you not broken into my house. Running away from the house? Well, I mean, there I, again, I'll be taking my CCW class here shortly, and I'll be able to tell you what all the Ohio laws and all that stuff are there. Currently, right now, I don't know all of that, and it's going to be interesting to find out where those lines are drawn. I agree 100%. I'm not trying to come up with an excuse for why this guy deserves to be sued. This no, guy I know did, he stepped into the He stepped up into the hero's role and took care of business. Um, I just understand why there has to be... Why, why there's training in situations like this and why there are like there's a line somewhere and I'm glad I don't have to figure out where that line yeah, is. Yeah, I don't want to have to be the one that figures that out either. We will close out the program for the day. That happens next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9.
Hey guys, you got Sansbury here. When talking firearms, you know what you want? Knowledge, safety, training. And that's the mantra over at Great American Shooting Sports, North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. Great American Shooting Sports has an amazing rental section. You can actually rent a Century Arms AK-47 for just $20. They also have a Smith & Wesson AR-15 that you can rent for $20. Great American Shooting Sports is North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. Find them at 6505 Promler Avenue in North Canton or or call 234-347-0223. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. And welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Nearing the end of the program. Missed anything from today? Podcast it shortly after 10 a.m. at WRQK.com. Before we get out of here for the day, Fantone, it turns out the NFL may have more bad news heading their way. They're currently looking to lock down the 2018 halftime performer for the Super Bowl. Okay. It's big, big shoes to fill. I mean, you Huge. know, it's 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 a it's a very. Um, it's been Janet Jackson kissed it at once. Millie, Missy Elliott, Aerosmith has done it. Tom Petty did it. The Who has done it. I mean, it's a who's who. The entire world is watching you. So right. yeah, you got to get somebody that's worthy of the of the of the mantle there. I agree. And so they reached out to one and only Jay Z, Hove, Hove, and Hove said no. Really? Turned down the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, people are suggesting that the reason why he's doing this is because he's boycotting the NFL. Apparently, last week, Jay-Z showed his solidarity with NFLer Colin Kaepernick by shouting him out during his stage performance in New York City. And so people are now saying, well, that's obviously why he's saying no to this is because he's, he's one of these people that's protesting the NFL. And I would have to imagine that that is part of it, right? I mean... His wife did it once. Remember yeah. Beyonce? I mean, we were on the air when that happened, and pe- people got all mad about what she wore and how black and militant it was. So, which kind of show, kind of points out that the NFL doesn't really, really restrict what you're going to do there. Um, I think this is a missed opportunity for him. Now, he's got enough money. He's got more than enough fame. He's retired twice, for Christ's sake, from performing and recording albums and the like. But this is a huge moment. And I wonder when you're all said and done, when it's there's Jay-Z attached to the iron lung, keeping him alive, like, is he going to be like, you know what? I wish I would have done that. I I don't know. I would say yes, but the fact that his wife already did it and he still decided not to do it leads me to believe no. You know what I mean? Like, he has perspective on what a performance this is. And if he feels comfortable in saying, like, I don't need that, I, I get that. This is a major influencer of culture. And I think this this is a bad look for the NFL. Are they going to be able to rebound? Are they going to be able to find somebody to be able to do it? Yes. It'll be somebody huge, and it, like this controversy will die down. But this is, you're not getting turned down by nobody. I mean, you've been turned, this, this is being turned down by like the guy in that format. I mean, there's no bigger rapper than Jay-Z still, right? None of these younger guys like match up. And oh, so, no. I mean, from like a big picture perspective, no. I think Jay-Z is safely one of the greatest of all time. I wonder if this is why. I wonder if it's the cap. And I, I mean, it's hard to deny it, right? I mean, he's calling him out from stage, and now he won't do it. I can't think of another reason not to do it. It's just so funny. You've got dudes that are so vehemently against Colin Kaepernick and the concept of taking a knee during the national anthem. I'm boycotting the NFL. And then you have people who support Colin Kaepernick so much and are like, ah, I'm boycotting the NFL. Which I don't understand that boycott. I really really don't because I don't think 32 owners got together and are blackballing him from being in the NFL. I just think that there are places where he's not the best fit that have had the job open. And I think he will eventually get a job in the NFL. 
Now, people claim that he has issues with being approached about being a backup quarterback. Well, I mean, dude, welcome to 2018. It's who you're going to be right now. 2017, 2018, this season. This is it's who you're going to be right now. Now, I said the other day, dude, if I'm the Browns, I don't know how you don't at least inquire. And people said, well, you know, we got the three quarterbacks. You know, we have Kevin Hogan. We have Cody Kessler. Yeah, but, dude, Cody Kessler's been kind of, they say he's been figured out and can't play the, the NFL game. I mean, and just you'll see more and more evidence of it this weekend. Just look at the terrible quarterback play that's going on in the NFL. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I see- he's not a great quarterback, but is he better than Case Keenum? Probably. Probably. He's probably better than Case Keenum. Right, and he's probably better. Than, well, I believe he was better than Scott Tolzien, but they fixed that problem by going and getting Jacoby Brissett from the New England Patriots. Should be pointed out, Jacoby Brissett, black quarterback. So I don't know if it's that the NFL is racist. You got Deshaun Kaiser playing starting quarterback in Cleveland, and I say it like that because do people like to pretend Cleveland's ultra progressive? It's not really. It's not. I've had friends who work in the radio business who have moved into Ohio who said to me, like, bro, this is one of the most racist places I've ever lived in my life. These are white guys saying it. So I, I, don't, I don't, you know, Cleveland's not ultra progressive. But there again, you have a black quarterback there. You got a black quarterback in Dallas, Texas. I don't think the NFL is ultimately racist. I, I just, I hate how fast that word gets thrown around these days because of how dangerous it is. And like the careers that get ended over, over that allegation. Do you might as well call somebody a pedophile? It's the same thing. You're stuck with it. If somebody suggests that that's what you are, you're stuck with it. I don't think the NFL got together and conclu- you know, you know, like colluded to make sure Ka- you know Kaepernick doesn't have a job. I just feel like the right opportunity hasn't been opened up for him as of yet. And he's hurt himself by not coming out and talking about it a little bit. That's just my opinion. But this is a negative look for the NFL. And now I believe you're going to be on the hunt to try to find like who is the guy, like who or or woman, who is the performer? Because Lady Gaga, she knocked it out of the park last year, and I think people are going to have a hard time filling those shoes. So we'll keep you updated as the weeks progress on who that may end up being. Aside from that, we're done for the day. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106. Now you guys have an awesome afternoon. See you. Please relax. This will be painless. The Scansbury Show on Rock 106.9.